Welcome one, welcome all to the 8th Wonder of the Podcasting World, the Weird Science DC Comics Podcast. I'm America's sweetheart, Eric Shea. And I am Jim Warner. And this is what we're calling episode number 270. 270. The 8th Wonder. I'm wondering why we're here. Oh my. Is that is that a good one there? <laughs> here we go. I have a little bit of a sound effects board here. I will tell you Just that a little we one? will not hear tons. It is a little one. Uh, if it was bigger, you'd hear a call lot that of fart Jimmy. sounds. Yeah, well, yeah, here we go. I, I ended up uh, getting, and if you were on the Patreon, you would know this, I ended up getting a soundboard, a um, sound modulator oh, type deal. I, I don't have that going right now because it ends up causing some weird audio problems. But I think that we may have it later and maybe the mail or something. Maybe we'll have that pop up. So I ended up going full force on it on the Patreon news show. So you ruined and, it. I uh, got you. Yeah. And uh, I said, well, I even had a little discussion with you. I had you on there. Oh, it's so great. But yes, welcome to the official unofficial podcast of the weird science, DC comic.com website. And we can be found all over the place, including this one room that I'm stuck in getting yelled at by all my family. And it's oh, causing me a lot of troubles. No, it's, it's actually, they've upped it. Oh. I think it's like Defcon. Five. I don't know the the different the versions one. of that. Now, if that's then it's Defcom eight thousand. Oh, yeah, I'm that's the worst at. one. I'm getting yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm getting yelled at. I don't this know. Whole whole stuff's gonna come crashing down right on me. But you can find us on Twitter at Weird Science DC. Like I said, we have the website WeirdScienceDCComics.com. Uh, we also have a YouTube channel that you can look up. I've been putting some video reviews up at Weird Science Comics. And if you want to support us for all that, you can go to our Patreon at patreon.com slash weird science, where we have a lot of shows. One of the bigger ones is the weekly badass picked. What is it called? The spotlight, Jim. Patreon spotlight. spotlight. And this week they ended up picking Flash number 750, a little book that you may have heard about. A little so book, you want to hear 80 us pages, talk something about that. See and maybe guess and maybe hear later and in a little commercial what I actually got upset about the most in that book and ended up getting a call, not a call, but a a direct message. It's kind of a call to arms of somebody saying that I was right on the money with why I got upset and that you were the one who was a psychopath not getting upset about what you would call a two- goal lead in a hockey game but oh, you we, know the most important uh, part yes when you end up uh, going over there you can see there's a lot of shows a lot of things to do over yonder but one of the big things that you can be then is a badass if you really want to be and that means you can be part of the badass roll call and i was gonna end up doing this with the voice modulator so nobody understand I, I, have enough, I, got you. I have enough problems already so why even try to attempt it but here we go here's the badasses we've got Manship, T-Funk, Lone Wolf, Marv, Florence Lee, Niels Tewart, our man Rob Lewis, Bertel Akachuk, Dalton Edom, Christian Falls, Ken Halleck, Lady Abby, Nick Adams, Mark Jager, Josh Vermillion, Aldrin Stosia. We end up there with Soundboard Mark. You like Soundboard Mark? Eric G, David Fink, Brandy Murray, Bobby Bain, Reggie, Klikinski, Malverte, Supreme Eric. Of course. Brian from Arkansas, Bill Bear, Admiral Whisker, Seth Nine, I call him Brennan. We have Forrest Pauly, Tony Walton, Joey Bercosco, Joseph Watchsick, Comic Boom Rocky, D-Man 3000, All New Dave, Carlos, my man Pete from NYC, Polly P down yonder and down under, Cellar Dweller, Luis, Ulysses Jones, Hakeem, Double Aaron, Simon, Swanee, Anthony G, Missy T, and Ruben. Ruben. 
I think that was the best I've ever done it because I took my time. I ended up not getting too off the the craziness. Plus, I, I didn't use my scroll wheel. <laughs> I ended up using the side thing. What do they call that? The side move. The side thing. The side mover. So you did it like a normal person. I did. Yeah, I get too into this stupid uh, wheel. I'm like a hamster on the wheel is what I'm doing. And I just, I get overtaken by it. Then I get off the thing. Then it ends up going. It's all sorts of nonsense. But we are going to get to the books right away before I start getting yelled at again, Eric. I don't want to be yelled at, but we're going to go off now to the books. No, we have waited for far long enough for the part of the podcast we love. The meat and the cheese that we crave. Yes, well, indeed, and here we are with Jim's reviews. Good grief. That's Good grief, that. indeed. Holy moly, here we go. And we have a bunch of books tonight, tons of books, actually. How many? We don't have a lot. We have two sections of books tonight, and uh, eh, they're okay. Oh, yeah? I, I mean, yeah, they're all right. I mean, it's not anything I'm giving a 10 out of 10 to. Obviously. But if that was, if you were going to, we'd be done. I suggest one of these you pick right now. <laughs> Just pick one of these out of a hat. Why do you want to be out, out of here. so bad? I'm telling you. No, why did I want to be in so bad? I don't know. I wanted to be in so much that I forgot to be out, Eric. It's what ended up happening <laughs> along the way. Uh, but yeah, we're here. And there, there you go, Eric. I don't know how to say anything anymore. I've lost my train of thought as always. That's a train that I've never had a ticket for, right? I don't know what's going on, Eric. I ended up taking my medicine late as normal, as per usual, and I'm having problems. But if you want to go and read all the written reviews for these books, and not even just reviews by me and Eric, including the first book that we're going to be talking about, Batman, that was done by one Dan. So you can go and see what he thought. One Dan. And all of those. Just one one Dan. Well, maybe three Dan's did it, you know. Hello, Weird Science. Not that Dan. There we go. Not that Dan. Okay. But uh, we're going to start right away. I'm telling you, Eric, I'm having a lot of problems tonight. I have so a lot of usual. problems. I got I'm, you. This is the thing. It, just imagine that you're trying this to record a podcast. This sounds like the intro podcast. to every podcast we ever do. No. This podcast is as you're running down the street looking behind you to see if somebody's going to stab you in the back while you're doing it. Uh, that's a little problems there. But back then, number 90. Hey, I was running all week. I don't your see mouth. you anymore. Yeah, really, I'm going to run right over to your house and run my freaking nails across your neck and get Cut your jugulars. No, I don't have to. I don't have a job. I'm, I'm, I've you never did, stopped you, you before. You haven't seen me in like a week. 
Now I, I'm like Rip Van Winkle right now. I beard down to my knees, just sitting around smelling like crap, right? Like normal. <laughs> I got you. Yeah, there you go. Nothing's uh, changed. But yeah, we're going to start with Batman 90. And I don't know if you realize this, but that book went back to press for a second printing oh even before it hit the shelf. And I can only think it's because everybody needed to see that origin of the designer, right? The designer. <laughs> That's aye, the, most, aye, the most disappointing part of this whole thing because I wanted to go into Jamestown and run a Batman whole hog. And this idea that we're going to get back to the base, the idea of like the original kind of foursome of the Batman crew, the ones we all know and love from the Batman 66 coming together, seeing a background of this whole thing and a new character coming in to see what is going on. I was all about this until we actually got it, Jim. And now I'm like, everything we even get from the origin of this, I thought like I could have figured most of this out from the story that we've already had. Yeah, that that's kind of what I get. I a lot of people message. I still want to know they love this the, issue. I want to know what's with the green smoke coming out of people's mouths that allow him to talk through it. That's the one thing we have no idea about, though. I think because it's back in the day they were eating a lot of Mentos, Eric, the fresh maker. Uh, that's all I can think of. Or they just got bad breath, Mister Yuck. It's like Mister Yuck mouth. They are Batman number ninety. Though here we go, written by James Tynion, and the fourth art by Jorge Jimenez. And I'll tell you, this is the Jorge that I do like. Love I, I thought, yeah. And do you do you agree that the it, maybe it's the Tamei Murray? I don't know. It seems bigger and, and more detailed and more background. I think when it's, I think it's the colors Justice are just dark enough I to make it like it give a depth I or think something that like that. Maybe that's the thing. There's something about it that actually just makes it bigger Does and better it, than we got you in Justice think League. That though, yeah, like, yeah. because I was down on him on Justice League, and you kept telling me I was nuts. So. Uh, and it, there was just something missing, and it's back here, and I guess it, it is the dark colors and things, but to May Murray and Clayton Kells, while the designer is still the most outlandishly dressed villain this side of the flamingo, and, and maybe he outdoes him, right? We get to see his origin, right. kind of, and while it is a bit vague to begin with, this issue was a good enough read that does try to fill in some of the blanks that we were looking for, not all of them, but some, and in the end, you kind of knew what was going on anyway. See, I was singing your tune, Eric. It feels like things are just getting going, Smile. though, in Leave this story. And I'm a bit more excited for the story now. And, and I don't know. It, it makes this is more concrete. I'm seeing some things going on. And at least we now have a mystery. And the mystery is, what the hell were these people going to do and how? But even so, by the end, Selena's big regret and her mystery Bruce figured it out already, and then we're told. So it, it's one of those things. We're still not being able to play along with it. But for some reason, I actually like this more than what we got in the first couple of issues that just seemed to be meandering about and kind of throwing things at you. Without well, that's really the thing. Is, it was something. throwing things at us very mysteriously to the point where we're wondering, like, what's going on? Like, the whole thing about the design, I'm telling you. I was actually more about this until I saw who the designer was and I saw how outlandish she was. Yeah, like, yeah. you know what? I'm kind of out and I'm going to back out of Gotham for He's a while. He's at the thrift shop, We right? have this whole thing where you have the guy. And this is the thing is we have a guy who is the myth of all villains, all thieves, yeah. all crooks, all bad guys. The guy who always did it bigger and better than anybody else. He was a myth among these characters. The idea that he's a real person and calls out to our main four yes. baddies in Gotham. But the thing is, that's all well and good. I'm telling you. We added Actually, super- that gets me down a little, but I'll, I'll get to that. The whole supernatural going. aspect of him, though, comes out of nowhere, because even yeah. as the designer is giving his backstory about how he had a cape crusader, a pseudo-detective kind of thing that he used to go against, who always used to bring him down, and he learned to be bigger and better, to plan bigger than this other character could ever think to do, and he, this is how he became this big designer character that everybody hears stories about in the dark. 
I just want to know how he got from that, a guy who plans ahead and, you know, creates these awesome capers to the point where he has Tartarus house that maybe teleports in the middle of the ocean well, to hey, actually talking he, smoke out of dead bodies. Yeah, I don't know well, what's happening at this point. He, he needed to change it up a little, Eric. But I actually, and you kind of touch on something that I wish that it was more of. I like the idea of the whispers among just yeah. the villains. Like this is almost to me the where Kaiser you could have played it out. Yeah, or you could have actually, yeah, it's the same. You could have played it out as a court of owls with villains just to get it in the comic book deal of, you know, Gotham and things like that. Because I like the idea if it remained that. I actually would have loved the idea if there was like a, why I say Court of the Owls, a rhyme that, you know, hey, Bruce, you, you know the rhyme. When the designer comes to town, you are best not frown. He is the goat because he has that outlandish coat. That would be my rhyme. Ruin it that all. I just, I just made it up. But if they had a rhyme and all of a sudden. That was just things, court of things start, But I'm saying, though, then things start coming into place that only these supervillains would know because this is their boogeyman. Solomon and a Bruce Grundy, Wayne would know. On a yeah, but that's what I'm saying. That works. I mean, when you're making <laughs> fun of it, but that's, rhymes, so we need that's what the everybody city. does. But I'm saying if you ended up. When you see that it's a real person, I lose interest right away. I I don't need to have a guy who mysteriously fought that other Batman, pre-Batman, that wasn't Batman, another detective that nobody's ever heard of, even say, like, yeah, nobody's really heard of this guy. Not since I became as cool as I am. Nobody remembers who he is anymore. It's ridiculous to me, and it takes away the supernatural thing. I would have rather this have been... Where you end up having these villains all of a sudden underbelly? see these things. No, I just want them to see it in place. Things are coming into place. And you have Selena like, that's weird. That's like that old stupid nursery rhyme that we used to say, that we used to joke about. And then you have the, you know, penguin realizes. And then they come together and say, could this be this boogeyman? I thought that that was, you know, false. Well, instead, it's a guy who ends up sitting in a room and studying for a year ends up being able to bring down this other detective which would have been a clever thing if it was somebody that actually existed and we knew of and then just okay well i guess this is the penguins plan that's coming into play and because that's what it seems like yeah. the penguins all the deal, five but, killers and why would they all know that because uh, they were me, all sitting around talking about they, it no they went in separate rooms no no and after when that they, though, came, when they out, came back out, i know they discussed it, all their individual the plans thing about it i don't know that they went into full detail with it and why would they why would penguin discuss they were excited. a big plan yeah it just doesn't seem like the penguin to kill would end for the joker up. to get out yeah i'm just saying why would a penguin then all of a sudden open up to the riddler who he doesn't even care about or it's like it's so forced to me to have this be just that one deal of the penguins oh no the penguin they didn't even say that before they just said oh no this is the sign but it was the sign for the penguin but then you see all the other villains reacting like oh no we're gonna go down when it just seems like they're there to get the thing going nothing really seemed like it was going to be against them at that point i just the the one-to-one ratio of this whole thing of what happened and how it was set up i think falls flat especially with the idea that the designer seemed to be real upset about how these buildings were being built, and that seems to not really be the case as well, that's much anymore. The thing is, it seems now. like that was almost was the catalyst for things to come full circle. If this ever happened, and the whole thing, like we don't actually dive into that part here, which like is really disappointing in my mind because that did seem to be the thing where everybody was talking about that the designer would have these plans go forward if you know Bruce Wayne or Batman, or whoever, ever tried to make the city a better place to live. Yeah, but it didn't even seem like that. No, it I'm seemed like the that, setup was uh, we'll get you better if. If somebody goes to that apex level that you guys need to be, 
And then it's just buildings being built. I, I mean, the whole thing was he defeated that design, that other detective and then said, I know how to defeat anybody. You guys are only, you know, first level. Uh, you could be 13th, 15th level. I'll get you there. They ended up killing him. And then all of a sudden this comes about because of buildings. I just, That's what I'm saying, though. Originally, thing, though. it seemed like that was the thing that this was the catalyst. For, but once we get back to this origin story, it's not talked about at all for this whole aspect of making Gotham a better place. Yeah, I just think that it seemed like they were going to go and do this right then and there, and they killed him. No, that's him, what I'm saying. And then he couldn't. So why is it now that that's it's my whole point. sparked him? It's just, yeah, I'm saying it doesn't hit with me just because of buildings being built, that that's what brings the designer back, even though he should be out for revenge on the well, Even that whole that thing has been him. gone for God knows how long at this point. You know, I, we don't know how long Batman's been operating, because this was the early days, not exactly year one, a little bit after that, we're told in this whole thing. But the whole th- the, the idea that he was shot in the back of the head by the Joker, they buried him in Potter's Field, and now after all this time, he's back. And once like, we still don't know anything about this supernatural no. aspect to the designer more no. than he studied for a little well, while and bested I mean, his opponent. And he came back from the dead, I guess. Yeah, I that's mean, what I'm saying. That should What's be a big about? thing. Yeah. And also, like you said, people talking with this green smoke. He's able to do Tartarus all this. Tartarus house appearing and- out of nowhere until it's burned down in the middle of the ocean. I, I have no well, idea they, they what's going down, on. Then. I know what I'm saying, I mean, though. Yeah. But this place seemed like it had a weird glow, like it appeared out of nowhere, teleported yeah. to this place. And I'm like, I don't know what's up with this Tartarus house. It's besides the fact you want to keep calling it Tartarus house, well, like that's supposed to impress me. And when you do see it, it does look almost like a um, a Leviathan tech, because when they go to the dock, all of a sudden it seems to materialize at the dock. And no, then I'm saying, that's just in the middle go, of the ocean. They're already in the dock. Uh, I mean, oh, they, yeah, they, yeah, they've left right. the dock and it's went just, into the ocean. It just doesn't make sense. And then just the idea that they're like, we're going to burn it down and leave. I, I don't know. Yeah, I, I really don't know anything of what's going on with the designer, except for his, you know, his look and the idea that. Not only like you have him coming back and he's mad about the whole, you know, Gotham being built. I don't think that's the case. What it basically is, is it's Selena's plan coming to fruition now. He's going back because that is the plan was to rob and take down Wayne the Industries. The biggest heist in the city right there. Again, take down I the, think like that, the most like the biggest corporation, take all the money they have. Yeah. In this case, being Wayne Enterprises. Yeah, and I think that that's why he was changing the plan. So it's not exactly like, again, though, I want to know why he came back now. I don't think that it really well, is in the previous, that the previous it issues, up. it was talking about the idea of Gotham becoming a better place, and that's how yeah, things would start. What's weird, though, it's that now it's kind of spelled out, and to me, it's pointing out that all these buildings being changed and things like that were supposed to be so that Selena would get her deal. Also, it feels a lot like the offers from from Lex in the year of the villain type deal where this guy is just going to give them these things. But like I said, in my mind, this whole thing of changing the, you know, the design of the buildings and things like that is more along the deal of letting Selena take over and get all his money and all that stuff. It just felt odd. And then you end up with Selena. You know, talking a little about how Batman, it's the whole Batman and Robin thing. The whole deal. Yeah, you know, you were better when there was Things a Robin. Things used you to were be lighter. like, you know, you, fun back in the day. They weren't as dark or grim when you had the yeah. boy Wonder with you. And it was and, just, you know, running around, stealing some jewels here and there. Yeah. And the oh, biggest thing I had to worry about was covering up a bruise the next day if I happened yeah. to get one. And, and I like that, but yeah. that's not what you're here to talk about. You're telling Bruce right now, you know, and Batman, what this designer is and what's going on. Why do you have to go through all that? That is just James Tynan trying to throw in almost like a greatest hits because we know that we haven't had a Batman with a Robin in a while. We know right now that he doesn't have a Robin. He seems very pissed off. And when we ended up having the Pennyworth R.I.P., 
you ended up having all the Robins pretty much not wanting any parts of them. So I think that that's what's leading into them coming back. But when you have Selena like, yeah, I got to tell you, the worst of the worst is happening here. It's going to be the worst. Oh, tell me about it. You better tell. Well, you know what? I liked it when you and uh, Robin were running around. Let me tell you I, about I only nostalgia to worry. a little bit. Yeah. And, and so by the end, you even get to I the end the where mood for there's you, so many. Yeah. There's so many things that you'd like to then. know, like. What was the plan for, you know, we get the little bit of a plan for the Riddler, but what does it mean? What is this labyrinth well, and all this you, the stuff? Is that about this weird techno I... labyrinth he's talking about almost seems like what we had in the Batman Who Laughs during Dark Knight's Metal when all yeah. of a sudden we had that giant weird labyrinth show up in the middle of Gotham. Yeah, I just, again, it just, the things seem to not connect as well with me from the earlier issues, though. I do like this issue. If you can get away from the designer, if this was something where, take the designer out. And have it that the villains got together and made up a plan that if things got crazy, we would enact some things. And then all of a sudden they start going on with their villains saying, I wasn't doing it. Like if these, you know, villains, these uh, assassins come in, they go to Cobblepot and he's like, I didn't call him in. That's how you get, a, you know, a sort of mystery and things like that. But this designer of killing him, putting him in Potter's Field, having him fight this detective before all this and all this stuff, it, it just seems like added on nonsense to me. That's not as intriguing as seeing the villains together back in the day and doing things again, even though Selena it constantly says that she didn't really like them or deal with them, but we'll go, you know, well, have the thing. that all It doesn't time. really feel like she is here as well. She got an invitation. It turned out to be with the rest of the villains. Even when right. Edward Nigma, you know, the Riddler is talking to her, she keeps telling them to shut up, Eddie, and stuff like that, and is worried more than anything about the escalation of the Joker character because he's been yeah. killing more and more. And, like, and that's this the thing. When, it, when does this take league. place? It, because a little after it year must, one, it says. And that's when you have a little after year one. Where's the jokes and riddles involved? Because that's a little after that as well. Well, and things like that. So it's a weird continuity thing going on where, well, you know, the thing either, is, actually, I say a little after year one because they talk about it was the they early say days. a little on. Yeah, that's the thing is, I think about it this way because, like, in year three is when Batman, depending on what continuity you want to go with, got, you know, Robin yeah. the Boy Wonder and stuff, like, you know, the way it worked out. And as that's the what I'm saying. It kind of doesn't really go fully in with a lot of things, especially that we've seen right before with Tom King's run, where a Joker and the Riddler, and that does not seem like a jokes and riddles Riddler. Seems like a pre that maybe, and you don't have to, those guys would not be in the well, this same. This definitely be together. a post jokes and riddles at this point. I would from think what it we've would got, be, it would but it to has be. to be close to it though. And it just again, I know that you can't sit there and say, well, this goes here and that goes there, especially as we're going forward in a, a time right now that the things aren't going to jive up anyway. But yeah, we're getting a lot crowded area. In that early Batman days. And I know that we always do get stories like this. As long as we can skip over Batman year two and him holding Joe Chill's gun and going after Grim Reaper and keeping up with Joe Chill. I don't need any of that anymore. Let's just take that away and put this in year two. I'd be a lot happier even though I don't care for the designer. It would be nice, but it's just it's getting very crowded to try to figure things out. But yeah, at the end, this is a lot of, you know, smoke and mirrors in my mind. We don't really get a lot, like you said, that we didn't know. We find out that. That's the thing is the whole background of who he is, you know, the design of the Kaiser Sose of villains. I'm like, okay, this guy has been something like for the most part, a mystery that everybody is worried about. So I'm like, okay, he's a big bad. Everybody's worried about him coming back and him being called the designer besides for having terrible fashion sense. I'm like, he designs things, bigger ideas on how to. Yeah, I heist. like that idea. I and like even that him more being now. killed, buried in Potter's field. I'm like, 
I knew all of this. The only thing that you were presenting to me here is Tartarus House that I did not know about before. I know that he could speak through people with that green smoke. I don't know how at this point or how he's back from getting shot in the back of the head of the Joker. But the big wow moment of this seems to be that the Joker was in the room with the designer the longest out of all the villains while everybody is waiting for him. And to the point where the designer realizes, oh, my God, this Joker is the worst villain there ever has been. And I need to kill him right now because all the designs I may have or may have for him – he is the worst a piece of crap, like, you know, crazy mother effort there is, and the, the world is going to burn because of him. I have to take him. It's, it's actually the greatest part of the book, the idea that the designer is scared of the Joker at this point. Yeah, and for is. whatever the Joker learns from the designer in this locked room, like even Selena says at the end, the idea that his eyes changed after the Joker, like, you know, he was a bad guy, but he became even worse after this encounter with the designer yeah. for whatever he learned there. Yeah, whatever happened between the two of them arguing, I can imagine if it was a montage, they'd be arguing, then hugging, then crying, then looking aghast and all that stuff. But yeah, Sounds when like a come date. Out, yeah, really, it does, or a marriage. I end up where I got the idea, I got a little more idea when you do find out that the assassins were part of Oswald's deal, that kind of centers it down a little more and not just the... Hey everybody, when I'm going to come back because there wouldn't be a plan of coming back. Well, that's the thing is, it seemed at this point until we found they are individual plans that it was a whole like you know group yeah. effort. It wasn't an individual kind of thing where if the city ever starts getting built up, that there will be a gigantic plan to tear it back down so you guys can like you know flourish and whatever you want to do, crimes and stuff. You know, for the idea that mm-hmm. if Gotham's getting it built up, the designer's going to come in and the plan is going to start with the five killers rolling in the town, and that's yeah. where we pretty much left this whole thing until we find out that these are individual plans for each of the villains to flourish individually. At least you see that, you know, because, again, I thought this was just the, hey, when you see the five killers come in, you know that I'm in town. And it seemed kind of silly. Plus, up until this point, not that he meant it, Tynan himself, probably, but calling yourself the designer and really dealing with the designs of buildings. Like I said, he might as well have been just the architect or the Mike Brady. We already have uh, the architect, now, Jim. I know. Well, that's what I'm saying. She's it never to very be seen odd, again. But this is one of those where. His, it's and also that he another tiny designs, character. You know, he designs kind of, you know, plans and things. So I, I like that a little more. I don't when he he's throwing papers with all the fonts on. He had to pick that D for the designer, but he has that. He loves uh, that D. But yeah, even when loves you have it. Selena, he's going through plans and you know all these blueprints and things like that. And this is the thing. Again, this is just my little nitpick. Something that I can't seem to get over. The idea that he's in that room with Joker and the reason why he seems to want to bring Joker down and really not want to do this anymore, which ends up getting him killed, is the idea that Joker will end up just destroying Gotham. He's And he's going to ruin it. He's going to burn it down. And Bruce Wayne is building up Gotham. He is making it better. That does it not the line that Selena the has when she was talking about this to Bruce the whole thing. It must have been like staring into the abyss, Bruce, realizing that this one strange crime boss with clown makeup would keep going and ab- adapting until he became something apocalyptic. I don't yeah. know if it's that's what happened, but it makes sense given what happened next. And that's when the designer comes rushing out with the joke. Yeah, he talking comes about rushing out and pretty much starts blasting away at everyone <laughs> with his guys. All. Yeah, he's just like, this isn't <laughs> going to work. sword drawn. And like, again, with though, his Pirate boots and camo yeah, pants, like you yeah, are just nonsense. ridiculous. And when he comes out, but that's the thing as well. 
I, where is that, you know, how long he's been buried? Did, did they end up how he came back? That's the thing. But he did, did come out and attack them and they ended up defending themselves. Joker ends up saying, oh, I didn't relinquish my one other gun here. I'm, I'm telling you, it's going to be some weird thing in my mind where the designer is dead, even though we do have these weird, strange, supernatural yeah. ideas attached to him. Where I'm so afraid because Potter's Field is constantly mentioned and that's where we had Selena digging up his body looking for yeah. him. That is going to turn out to be Mr. The Bloom Mr. again. Bloom, something and somehow like he absorbed, yeah, something absorbed yeah. the seeds of the nutrients of the ground. And if like, you didn't know, that's something from the new 52. It was the big thing when Jim Gordon became the robot Batman, Batman and yeah. he ended up having this Mr. Bloom Mr. was Bloom his deal. whole year yeah. villain. Yeah, it was actually like his Joker, kind of. Uh, and I yeah, hated him. Yeah, you hated it. Batman 44. There you go. Uh, so when you end up having this designer come back, I really, in my mind, you could have went the route of He's back and he's mad at Batman because he couldn't. The designer couldn't kill the Joker. But now that the Joker's been bad, why didn't Batman do it? You could have went that route. I like to imagine that he had a better fashion sense before he got shot in the head. Like when he came back with a bullet in his head, he just was wrong now. He has the same thing. I was hoping, though, that when (laughs) he he came back and now he's just dressed all ridiculous because his brain's all messed up. It would have been a funny thing. He came back, right? designer. He came back and he was a a smartly dressed guy earlier. And when he came back, he ended up grave digging. And there was a lot of, you know, a military man there, a guy who wears a cape there, some pirate there. That would have been kind of funny. That would have been funny, though. You know, some people get buried in the camos. Do they? Uh, Yeah, I'm sure they do. I I see people where you have pictures. You'll never believe what this guy got buried in. There's a clickbait. I'm always going through. Is it in the Dracula cape? That or some guy in a Nirvana t-shirt. I don't know. People get buried in weird shit. I I don't know how it goes. But yeah, so when you're going through it again, though, I I just have a disconnect of what this designer really would care to come back now, except that maybe... If you played it off that he just did come back now. I'm telling you, rebuilding Gotham is his Candyman five times in the mirror. Yeah. And I think that maybe you ended up having the Wayne Industries move the headstones and not the graves. And it was one in (laughs) Potter's Field, I guess. He's back to to start trouble. But I think that coming back and seeing that the last thing he was mad about was the idea that the Joker was going to destroy it all. Designs. We need blueprints. Uh, Why didn't he come back mad about? You know, almost like a Jason Todd. We don't even know it's the actual designer at this point or what's going on. Because even the idea, at what point would the Joker go and swap the body out with a like a Joker, like, you know, replica guy? Like, I don't even know how that is a part of this whole story at this point. Yeah, and again, maybe the Joker, you know, he is crazy. I don't and know. And the thing heard is, that. it could just be the Joker screwing with everybody with the idea of the designer. That's even what though I'm saying. He wasn't was there to say hear that. everybody's yeah. thing, you know, like, you know, I don't know. Maybe he kept some of the plans behind. I don't know because we are That's leading towards a Joker it seems war. Like everybody and knows it seems like the we're things, spinning yeah. our wheels here a little bit to the point where it's never going to end and we're just going to lead right yeah. into the Joker war. Yeah, yeah, I think that this is what it's going to be. Uh, but yeah, there you go. And then all of a sudden, and, and you're right, I, I completely forgot that they had to uh, ride the sticks t- to get there. I, I hope that while they were riding sticks, they were certainly listening <laughs> to yes, sticks. right? Yes, they'd be listening to Huey yes, Lewis. Of course, maybe they'd be listening to sticks, right? It pre Mister Roboto. No, no, the no. entire ride there. You all they that? do is Roboto oh, and Ricky. Got... This, so this is where the, is that? This is if the I had that sound mod thing now, I would be going nuts on it. I have a Mister <laughs> Roboto sound on that thing. 
But yeah, really, that's what dri- drove them nuts. Can't <laughs> listen to Mr. Roboto. That's how evil the designer uh, is. That's, they're not even going to listen to, you know, some of the others. Too much time on my hands or God, something. They're not that. mixing that in. I love it, too. Everybody uh, at that point will love it because it's just, it's a 45-minute, like, you know, ride on the boat right there. All Mr. Roboto all the maybe time. They don't, not, these are the best of times. Like, these are the best. You know that? They could do that. Dennis Dion, you like him. Uh, yeah, do. so by the end, you're not that I, much I further. back. Yeah, Yeah, really. It starts thinking that that'll be the rest of the podcast. You end up where you see that he got shot. We knew that. You see, you know, they're going to go bury him. Okay. And the big thing was this was going to be, oh, no, Batman's going to find out the secrets of Selina. I was hoping that we were going to get a little more. Well, that's kind of, I, that was my biggest is, disappointment because I love the way the book looks and I like some of the moments yeah, I love to the it. Way but it the looks. whole thing is, my, my biggest problem is most of the information we're given, you could have figured out on your own if you just would have looked into the other issues we got already. And that's the thing. Do you think that some of this stuff Tynan thought was more of a mystery and he thinks these are big reveals? I, I do like that you've ironed out a couple things yeah. a little more. You You kind of expand a little on the things. But yeah, there wasn't really much. New info, except for the idea that the designer did not like and what it the feels Joker like was up to. It's a weird thing because we feel like, in my mind at least, it's a weird contradiction because we feel like, in my mind, moving at a breakneck pace for what we're doing with Batman, all the different things we're accomplishing and doing all these things right here. But we also feel like we're moving at a snail's pace for the plot to develop here and yeah. unfold. Yeah, I agree. And the one thing, though, in a juxtaposition like that, uh, I want more Batman, but yet I complained for two years that we didn't get enough other characters I'm just, I'm in just there. Happy so that we don't have any more of the new gadgets. We have Harley playing with the gadgets yeah, from that's last weird, issue, dealing it? with Deathstroke. It's, I was going to ask you uh, even before we started: Do you think that the gadget is the uh, you know the house? <laughs> we were just told we were going to get gadgets. I just imagine he, as Batman is sitting there say? listening to Catwoman, he has the bat fidget spinner. We just can't see it right now. Then that's what it might be. No, actually, it's that the uh, the drones are actually uh, taken place and being controlled by a ps4 controller might be what really is going on new equipment and and you can tell that harley plays a lot there because she actually has the battery cord plugged in there she's playing with the cord because she plays too much that's what happens yeah yeah i guess i don't know but that's the big you know you have at the beginning deathstroke like oh god damn i gotta get out of here and there's not much of that you just go back but i do like and i really did like the part with selena talking about the old days Maybe that's what I want more. Uh, just a the good old down days. memory lane, right? You got but bit I by said, the nostalgia monster. Yeah, I guess. You know, everybody says that nostalgia is toxic nowadays, but uh, I'll just eat it anyway. I, I did like that part. Like most it, things again, that are toxic, it, it if was, you take a little bit of it at a time, you can get an immunity to it. That's true. That's what I'm going to do. It's the Iocane powder. Exactly. Uh, deal. I'm going to do that from now on. And tell you, all I can think about when I see the designer's boots is the Dread Pirate Roberts. Incompossible. Uh, you ruined everything there, uh, like Ralph. Uh, but yeah, the the big wow moments again. I think that he thinks this pre Batman. Det- I just just shook my head. Like really, we're just gonna throw things out there that people don't remember and the idea and nonsense. But overall. It wasn't a bad read. I just am not getting enough. And I just keep thinking, like you said, we still have four issues before Joker War. Is it? For some reason, I thought we're jumping in way earlier I think it's at 95. So when you end up getting to that, I do think that we're going to kind of lead into that each issue a little more. So I don't think that these are going to be free from that. 
But really, once you announce the Joker War, everybody's going gaga about this once you line, to, to all now. these things. Once you introduce the Joker War and reveal that your villain's Nothing a dude with a big D anything. on his face. Yeah, yeah, really. He is a big D. <laughs> I end up, that's the problem. I end up just looking forward like, okay, this is okay. But man, I can't wait to get to that Joker War. And so we'll see how it goes. So what would you give me? 6.5 out of 10 for me because how much I like the art. And there are certain wow moments here. And the guy, getting the gang back together for the old villains, I love seeing that. Even though, for the most part, we are just sitting around and having them be apprehensive about where they're at. It's still some fun to read. I just wish that the progression of the plot would move a little quicker in my mind and just reveal a little bit more of what's happening. Because, you know, I'm telling you, I, we have all these answers right here about who the designer is. I still got a million questions. Yeah, yeah. I'm with you. Uh and yeah, I like seeing the characters together. I don't know. If you kind of tweak this issue a little, I think that this would have been a really good first issue of the whole deal. Just go with it. He tried to play it as a mystery that it never really was because we couldn't play along and he was telling us all the info ever uh, or all along. So when you, you get this, I like parts of this. It's just seeing these villains together. We already saw it. So it's not really wowing me here. You know, we've already had them reacting and talking to each other and things. I would have liked this if this was more along the lines of the first issue. Uh, But I'm giving it a 7 out of 10, a little more positive than you, because I did like parts of it. I did love the art. I thought the art was great. And I'm glad that I'm back on board. Uh, with Javier because of the idea that I had been having some problem or Jorge. I mean, I keep messing up. No, Jorge, I'm not down with Javier. Uh, Jorge Jimenez's art, I'm back on board. And I'm glad of that because I do love his art. I just didn't like it in the Justice League stuff. Uh, but all in all, it was one of those where it even felt a bit like too much filler for, you know, the information that we get. But what is next? Next, we got Just League number 42, written by Robert Venditti, with art by A.A. A. Ron Lopresti, Matt Ryan, David Barron, and Tom Napolitano. The Eradicator is in full control and plans on wiping out the human race just as soon as possible. Thankfully, our Just League team isn't about to let that happen, and in order to thwart the Eradicator and his souped-up Daxamite army, the Flash is going to lead them on a chase, which, unbeknownst to the bad guys, is going to lead them to a planet with a red sun where the rest of the Just League are waiting. Yeah, and it's a cool plan. It actually, I like the way, I like the idea that they ended up getting Xanadu. Xanadu says, I can't help you. You didn't tell me I'm going against no robots. I don't do no machines. I don't do robots. (laughs) And uh, they end up finding a way to use her anyway. You know, that's the weirdest part is that the thing is, I was all about this whole Eradicator Dax and my army plan because it felt like something that should have been done a long time ago with how the characters are. But when I have the the Justice League trying to re, like you know regroup at this point, figure out how they're going to get Wonder Woman back and how to defeat the Eradicator, there's something about the way that Robert Venditti does the dialogue in this. That everything about the Justice League himself felt very clinical and cold, and this didn't really it feel did. like themselves in the dialogue. And it did, and uh, yeah, and you get this progression that it really doesn't have a lot going on. This, this is a well, quick even, read. Even when you have Sodom Yacht in the background, he's just been hanging in the yeah. Hall of Justice the whole time. I'm like, there's actually little small problems I have with everything because no, not everything, because then I'd just be a big jerk. But this whole thing where we have five main Just Slave members here, we've wondered, like, you know, what happened to Hulk or what happened to Aquaman since we don't have to deal with the continuity where anybody might be at this time. So when the Eradicator goes and takes over the Hall of Justice, we have a throwaway line, which I don't think needed to be said, talking about, oh, he's in the Hall of Justice, so that's fine. We have the rest of the Justice League can take care of him then. And Batman's like, no, I gave the evacuation order. I'm like, 
how come we can't see any justice league you know maybe surrounding the hall of justice taking on some dax my this feels like very outside even though that wants to deal with all the individual books that the hero is talking about barry's problems with the speed force alfred dying superman revealing his identity it feels so closed off from the rest of the dcu because it refuses to show you any it of does. the other characters in the justice and league at this point i agree i agree and the idea that we have had that weird you know disconnect from the snyder deal that, that's fine and dandy but when you go in the hall of justice it doesn't matter what sort of deal yes in the snyder deal they invited everybody i mean guy gardner was there for crying out loud my favorite he was but you always have people there you always have the villains there in the hall of justice so it's not like one of those like the watchtower where if you did evacuate there would only be you know seven of them or or something like that you know there's a lot of things yeah there's a lot of things going out and all he really needed to do was to have say the eradicator come in and deal with that classic that we've gotten in a bunch of books where you have that, hey, I'm I'm the Flash and b- this is what Batman and have Eradicator just destroy that. See people running around because you also had the idea that the Hall of Justice was open to the public yeah. as well. And now he's just well, there. That's the thing is, it's always open to the public except for the actual areas that the superheroes yeah, do. Yeah, the but actual the problem areas. Is everybody keeps getting this thing that we were told like right when it was like, hey, nobody ever going to be able to get in here. Yeah, yeah. And it's, they, it's almost like the Batcave. Everybody gets in there. He ended up having the idea that the the Hall of Justice was set up, especially these special areas where you couldn't go because it would scan you and do that. You completely push that aside and really make it like with Batman saying, I evacuated everything. Like what happened to your defenses? It really makes them seem like they really didn't set much up. And so you gloss over that. And so I what you're telling me is you. that Batman setting up the stuff for the Kent farm at this point, I shouldn't trust that. Yeah, you're he's, me. he's a little, you know, he's not paying attention. He's got his attention elsewhere. Maybe one of his compassion went into the part of the protection. Maybe. Well, now there you have it. I mean, if, if the Eradicator <laughs> would have only broken into the sanctuary, we'd all be happy because he'd be dead. But you end up with this and it's such a quick moving deal. And I do like how he writes it, though. But this is where... I, and I can't say nothing happens here because something big does happen. But this is kind Only of the Van Diddy stories. But this is like this is what I kept saying about Van Diddy stories is you get a full issue, but they always feel like not much has happened until the end. And you kind of, you know, meander a bit because pretty much through the whole thing. And I, I'm telling you, this is an issue you can read in three minutes. You end up going. You have the whole deal with the eradicator. He's, you know, he's looking to, uh, to get sexy. With Wonder Woman, isn't no, that no. what he's still No, no, the sexy? whole idea is taking her legacy, her DNA and stuff like that, absorbing it so for the next generation of Daxamites yes. that he can build, he can actually put all of her stuff in there as well to make them even stronger than the Daxamites that they are. But seriously, isn't that the way yes, the Eradicator yes. does get sexy? That's how he gets sexy. So he's getting some, but that that's a Let me cool open my moment. mouth real wide. Yeah, I'm yeah, really. I'm going to you in. Uh, yes, I'm going to get you, baby. And she starts melting in his hands, right? Because she's putty in his hands. Uh, but you end it's like up Foxy Lady all of a sudden, I'm a get you. Foxy Lady, gonna get you, coming at you. You end up though <laughs> that that's a cool bit of tension, here, but it ends up just stopping right away. You have that well, idea. That's the thing, oh, you man. have Sodom Yacht show up to blast him from behind because as we saw before, he's still in the Hall of Justice. But yeah, he didn't he, get the evacuation. Eradicator uh, and all of us, we've forgotten because it's been so long since we've actually yeah. seen him do anything since that first issue that we appeared. Then he just went into a chamber. Now he's out with a giant gun, shoots, gets knocked down, and okay, not deal with Sodom Yacht anymore. Yeah, he was yeah, just he, there for convenience. 
Yeah, he while well, he's there, he convenience, he stops the radicator from the sucking Wonder Woman. Everybody left and left Sodom Yap behind. Yeah, he's just there. Maybe and that's the thing. These are the little things that even, seem to be even missing. Even when Wonder Woman, like Batman's there with Wonder Woman saying, Okay, we gotta get out of here. Sodom Yat, he may still yet live. He's strong, Diana. They Let's just let let him, go. They leave him again. They don't care about Sodom Yat. Off to fight. Sodom out of mind. Uh, you end up Sodom not. I could, yeah, that would have been better. <laughs> you got me there, you jerk. Uh, the thing is, though, when you do that, you could have set it up with the idea like, okay, everybody evacuated. And you could imagine that it's because of the idea that he, he never really was. He didn't go through the paperwork to get into that, you know, chamber or whatever. Well, he said nobody knew of him. So he ended up, well, Leviathan brought it all down, Eric. There's no bureaucracy anymore. But yeah, so you go and then that's just, you know, we're just going to go forward with the Superman bust in, you know, grab Eradicator. Because right, now, now Eradicator's trying to show. kill now, Sodom Now that Yacht. we have figured out our plan, we got to put on a big show, take on these Daxamites. So Flash can come around and do his Flash thing and outrace him. That's the one cool thing about the idea cool. behind the book. Because you always have the whole – everybody get all, you know, hyped up with the idea that Flash is going to race Superman. But now you have the Eradicator and a bunch of souped-up Daxamites racing the Flash as and well. I, like, I think that right, they should have cool. played that up a little Me better too. with that race because you didn't uh, – you said that i didn't even make the connection actually and that is pretty cool with the idea of superman i would have liked a, a little deal where you would have had but you're not get, you don't want to tell the whole plan so you can't say but it, it and that's like, right. they were playing everything into the like so close to the idea that he was going even spelling yeah. out the i was getting mad reading this yeah because was, i thought he was going to run around the world a bunch of when, times when like he superman. talks about going back in time he's going to run so fast to go back in time and stop them before they could ever get started i'm like you can't do this flash we no. have already talked about this a hundred times you're going to flashpoint us again what are you even discussing right now and even flashpoint this yeah it is a ruse but he does seem, so angry he does seem to push it to the limit uh, like an eagle song and he, we kind of get away from that whole well i can't overdo it he kind of does but maybe not because he's not doing exactly what he says but he still is out running you know eradicator and things like that but i would have liked to have like you want me to outrun the Eradicator? Well, I did beat Superman over there. I don't remember it that way. Like something like that. Look, we don't got funny. time for jokes, everybody. It We're really doing funny, something. Though. <laughs> uh, but yeah, so he goes, and yeah, I think that Van Diddy plays it up well with the idea that everybody reading it has to be furious. Yelling, don't do it. What are you doing? You ruin everything, I'm especially you, I was in so this angry. time. <laughs> with what's going on now, leading into whatever this reboot's going to be, you almost get the idea like, what oh man, they're just doing? playing with whatever the hell they want now. I'm out. This is ridiculous and when it does wrap around that it wasn't that that basically that he's running into what he says and it's a good ruse to get yeah. the eradicator because the eradicator's pissed and that's the thing and it's eradicator he has no idea how the speed no. force works he knows something about it though and the idea that barry can run fast and they're going like to chase that. him to the ends of the earth to make sure that he can't stop their plans yep. and he chases them past the ends of the earth to another planet with a red well, sun he ends up going through a portal it seems that xanaduas made go and they go through it that's what the and deal i say seems red sun it's just yellow sun radiation absence, yeah, yeah. as they call you it end up where so they no go. red sun no yellow sun it's just so, nothing yeah in the meantime john stewart and it would have been a red sun this really kill off the that stuff right cool. away though yeah that would have been then cool you, you kill off the superman yeah, as well and the superman uh but yeah in the in space they made a portal to go there and that's what barry runs through while he's doing this monologuing as he's running and saying you know hey you know i'm doing this and usually that would drive me nuts and it was a little because i'm like why is he telling him all of this he's telling his plan but it is a ruse and it works out very well hey guys, it really let does. me tell you what i'm about to do yeah, over yeah. 
over yeah. here. Well, I'm telling you, we'll get to the next section where when we get to Strange Adventures, you get that full out, and it drove me nuts when I read it a something. bunch of times. I, but, I didn't hey, get anything out of it, but at least no, you got I'll something. I'll tell you, we're not at that point yet. But yeah, so you have everybody. And, and I love when you do something like this. I love when you you as a ruse infuriate your reader oh and God. then show that it's something because it makes the plan that much better than and it does yeah, and it's it a does. cool plan and it's a really neat idea it's just that when you think of what happened in this issue not a lot happened no you, you end up doing so not fast much and you realize at okay all. at the end it wasn't it was all but a ruse. A that's read. cool but i'm like Nothing really happened here no, except for the Flash really running happened. fast and then chasing and, yeah. after him. You have Santa dude doing And I'm telling you, the things. thing is, well, that, that could be fine enough if you are a fan of the Justice League and if you're a fan of this book and stuff like that. It's just that when you have that on top of me thinking, at least, that the characters felt so cold and disconnected from who no. I think they are. Like, the dialogue felt off to me, and I just don't know why. And they actually spent time Maybe bickering. Maybe they were just getting down to business. It, it bothered right? me because I don't know. It went from bickering to like, yeah. all right, everybody, emotions aside, we're coming up with a yeah. plan right now. And it just felt weird. Yeah, it did a little. But yeah, I like when you see and when you read it a couple of times, you see that where you end up having John Stewart and Xanadu go, they went off to that planet and you ended up having Xanadu or make her little whatever deal. You want to call it. Yeah, whatever it is. And you end up having Xanadu make her little sigil, her, her you know, deal, her magic circle. Things. Yeah, and then she go made back. A and, and that's where they end up because that's where she goes back then to make that portal where they jump through and they're both purple. So you can kind of get that connection. And as Barry runs through, they end up there. That is a pretty cool deal. And it's well set up. I think that that's the thing where Venditti does get the idea, you know, keep it simple, stupid. A lot of times where, Oh my goodness, what's going on? Did you fall I, off I, your I think chair? Everybody just died outside. Oh my I don't know goodness, what the hell just gracious. happened. It's 4th of July. Yeah, really? Welcome to the future, everybody. Yeah, really. <laughs> this I hate my future neighborhood. stinks. But yeah. Oh my God. <laughs> now I'm going to have to edit this. My bad. You end so up angry. Here with, with the whole idea. You better look at the timing. We end up where he sets up everything well. You have A to B to C to D. There aren't a lot of jumps and things, but a lot of times, not only does the dialogue there seem very clinical, seem very cold, but a lot of times the story does as well. There, there are, and this had a ruse and it was done, so it's not quite that. But sometimes it does feel very mechanical, but it does get the job done, and it's not an infuriate. It's good read. It's just it's that okay it read. always makes me, well, I think it's good read. But I'm getting bored of the story already. Well, that's it feels the like thing. it just started. It's what I'm going to say. That's what I is wanted. Just reading it, though, you're like, okay, everything makes sense. But when you're done, you feel like you have a lot of empty calories, Eric. As a guy who's watching what he More eats More taste, now, less filler? This is like just drinking a lot of what you like to call pop, Eric. You know, you like the taste as you're I going, do. but afterwards- you didn't get anything from it, no, no, and now you got it. the diabetes. Is what you got. So I turned to the, diet pop. Exactly, and then that ends up messing up your endocrine system. Not your endocrine or as system, my, but as my mother used up, to say, because the aspartame causes babies to have square heads. That's true, and uh, you She's know somebody lady. who ended up doing math at certain points when you know She's that's a, a crazy thing to get upset about. But <laughs> you end up with the deal. I might have said that out too, but you end up with the whole deal afterwards. You just feel like, okay, it's not a lot. And that's why a lot of Venditti stories, you need those six issue trades to feel like you've got like half of a story. You know what I mean? That's it's the just, biggest problem with comic book writing at this point. 
Yeah, it is It is extended out, and the deconstruction of heroes is the other thing, but we could get into that some other oh, time, will. Eric, and I'm sure we will. Uh, but what would, what did you give this? I ended up giving this, this on a 6.5 out of 10, a lot like Batman, where the, I did like the art in this issue. I like what we had. I like, like the, the moments we had by the end, especially when I did find I was ruined, I could put all my hatred aside and anger. I'm like, all right, you did it. But looking back at the issue as a whole, where we had this like eradicator held Wonder Woman, talked about absorbing her, didn't do that, got shot. We ended up just running into a thing. And we're over. I'm like, that wasn't a lot to this issue at all or a lot of progression. No, it I seems agree. like we've already moved towards the end game of what we're going to do with the Eradicator and these Dax Mites when going in. I thought this is a huge, awesome story that I can't wait to see. And it seems like it's already over. And this, the dialogue of the characters bothered me. But overall, like I said, I'm still a fan of this, but it's not wowing me as much as I would like it to at this point. I, I agree. and uh, But I'm a little more positive than you. I'm giving it a 7.1, Eric. Right. I don't think I've given a 7.1 in so quite you just want some to like it a little time. bit more than Batman? Yes. And I, I do like it as, like I said, I like it as just sitting down and reading it. You know, it, it goes through. You, you get a your clever stomach, little have your legs kicking behind you. Eh, there I am twirling my, my phone cord. People know what that is. Like talk, talking to you about all the boys in class and stuff. And oh, those so boys. by the end, though, I did like it enough. It's just, it, it ends up being like a quarter of an issue as a full issue. But I like what we did get there. And I, I just worry because I told you that. The next story, this Tartarus story with Wonder Woman coming up, seemed to be coming up very quickly. And yeah, I think that this is going to be over next issue. And it did seem big, but that's what's going to end up like, boy, that could have been bigger. And I I wish that it was because there's a lot of cool ideas. Like you said, the Daxamite thing, that's a real cool twist. Even reading out the lead weakness they had, I'm like, okay, you're making them unstoppable at this point. That's awesome. It seems like something that you could really, you know, dig deep into for a. Superman story in Justice League for people who don't get a lot of Superman stories because they don't want to read Bendis' stuff. I hear that. And so you would have that, and yet you kind of are just glossing over. It's almost like a Cliff's Notes of the actual story. Who's Cliff? And, you know, that guy, Cliff Burton. He ended oh, up dying. Cliff Steele, robot act. man. I got you. you. Know, no, Cliff Burton, the bassist right. for Metallica. He, Jack Burton, too his soon. brother. Too soon. But what is next? Next up, we have Superman Villains, number one, written by Brian Michael Bendis, Matt Fraction, and Jody Hauser, with art by Michael Gatos. Sit down for this one. Riley Rosmo, Scott Godlewski, Brian Hitch, Cully Habner, Steve Lieber, Jim Moff, Jim Mafood. Oh, my. <laughs> Jim Mafood. That's what I, I yell when I'm Jim. hungry for dinner. Ivan Placencia, Gabe Altiem, Alex Sinclair, Dave McKaig, McKaig. Nathan Fairbairn, Dave Sharp, Clayton Kells, Tom Napolitano, Troy Pateri, and Josh Reed. It's time to see the villains react to Superman's reveal of his identity. Besides for a few moments that are kind of played out as jokes, Superman's classic villains are kind of left out to dry so that Brian Michael Bendis can use this time to move his action comic story along where the big bad of the book is Marisol Leone and the Daily Planet has just outed her as the head of the Invisible Mafia. That's really it, though. Yeah, and... uh yeah, you, Where you are all the villains, Jim? I'm telling you, you go into Superman villains, and I'm waiting because I'm like... They're writing the book, I think, is what's is, going on there. We did Superman heroes where we saw Superman dealing with the yeah. idea that all the people that are going to react to his reveal that are his friends and family, okay, we got that. I go into Superman villains, I'm like expecting to see some classic Superman villains, even yeah. the ones that Brian Michael Bendis would do. Throw them all in, pepper them in, but when you have a lot of the story dealing with actual friends and family still, I'm like... It doesn't make you, you sense. I don't understand. Why, 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 was, why didn't we get Superman villains and then get Superman family next and, and see the deal? I, I just don't get it. I mean, is the true villain humanity? 
Eric, is that what we're finding out? Right? Is that it? Uh, I don't know. You end up starting, though, and you do get Mom and Pa Kent back. And why right. didn't this hit They're bigger back. for me? Why, why didn't this I, make a I more impact? I think they screwed around me. too much to the point where they made a joke out of it. So now that they are back, it's just, all right, you done messed up. They They're alive now that they're back. They were smooching when he came down. Just but the idea it, that the Kent farm has a cloaking device now because Superman had to go and out his identity. Yeah, and, and they have that. The thing that I wonder is like, what are the people in Smallville? They're like, That's what I'm hey, let's go, the the Kent Kent. let's go to the Kents. Wait a minute. Where are they? It's disappeared now. There's a, a quickie mart. I don't understand. Thousand stories you can tell and from I this. can't get into the quickie mart. Yeah, that, that is the stories, right? And uh, the thing, though, is in my mind that I get infuriated by this, actually more than like it, is boy, you would have had such a better story to tell with Superman going to Pa and Ma Kent before and he's, he I'm reveals the Why would this identity. be a thing that even Pa has to bring up that he didn't bother to ask them or tell them beforehand? They had to find out what they ever I'm like, why did you make it so that, that this that, happened? Yeah. And, and with this whole deal, I think that why it doesn't hit with me is because of the idea that when Superman comes down to talk to them, everything is a retroactive mention to make this seem like it's always been and you had it going on with the, well, you know, I didn't want to live in the Bermuda Triangle. You don't have to say that. I mean, this is all you're doing is trying to convince us that they've been around for all this time when they haven't been. So make it so that's the that thing. It we makes gotta make it change things for this whole story. Like yeah. you were even telling me before, and the yeah. idea that we have Supergirl finding out here as she is infected when we had the reveal the before when she wasn't infected and hearing it for the first we time. We had it like, in the Heroes yeah. book. <laughs> we had it. We had it in the reveal when you had the Superman 18, and you ended up having I am Clark Kent. You had Supergirl sitting with her legs kicking off a building, fist pumping with crypto. Yeah. She was not a juggalo then. <laughs> so you are making it different. You are changing things. I like to imagine that juggalo is like the coronavirus. It this just hits you out of thing. nowhere. Yeah, really. That's the grunge virus. And here you end up with all it's this going on. Virus. And you can't you you can I'm play with continuity. <laughs> you can claim you can claim, you know, that you're gonna do continuity because hey, you know, nobody cares what happened in 2010. Now you're going to say you do, but that's beside the point. Or 2013. Also we'll also say 2013. 15? You know, since the new 52 came out, you know, people are changing things. You're getting mad, but you can't change things in a month. I, I mean, this is worse. I, I know that the people don't care as much about continuity as you. And I like synergy. I've said this all along. I just need the books to be in line with each other. Well, not really continuity all per right, se. All right. How about this? How about this? If it's not if that doesn't hit you with the Supergirl idea, how about Lex Luthor sitting at LexCorp in a suit and yes. getting an answering machine from the Joker laughing at him for the reveal, even though Lex Luthor at this point is an apex predator. Lex has yes. been killed and, and blew is just and blew up LexCorp at that this point. LexCorp blew up. He's getting it, it, nothing. That's the synergy. That's what I need. I don't need a Bendis verse. I don't need you to play because that's what confuses people. That's what. And now you end up Doesn't having mom, pop, Kent that are back now. And you're like, oh, well, this will lead to all these stories. But yet you have them sequestered on, on this, this arm. Yeah, with the cloaking device. Instead, I mean, I know, just take I them to Bendis. the porch. I mean, I'm telling you, what is going on that you think that these are the How stories dare he you come end over up here and just say, hey, you like these things and then kicks them over. Uh, yeah. And that's that's all he does. And so I'm a 90 pound weekly. He keeps kicking sand in my face. Yeah. I'm really. going to get you. I, I'm a, you're 90 pounds. Keep going there, pal. But yeah, with, with oh. all that going on. <laughs> no, it's sad. just you have this. And again, I keep saying, huh, uh, you had that big giant cliffhanger and this big thing like. 
we're going to reveal who really does own the Daily Planet. And then it seems like it's Leon that we knew. I yeah, no, that's the thing is, we this. got that like, at the what? end of the Superman Heroes, the idea that Clark and Lois fucked do- this. I'm saying no. At that point in Superman Heroes, we discover that Lex Luthor gave them the identity yeah. of the Invisible Mafia leader, who was Marisol Leone, who is the leader, of, the leader, the, oh, the owner of the Daily Planet. And since that point, they've been talking about what they're going to do with that information. Should they reveal it? What's it going to mean to the planet itself? And for this one, that's what we're going to deal the most with: the idea that okay, we're at the Daily Planet, that's we're fine. going to get on with ourselves, and that is going to be our beginning and end for the most part. The idea that we will reveal the identity out there to the world and see where it that's takes the us. Thing though, the but way the cliffhanger I, spelled it out though was that it was going to be. Re- Revealed to the reader it, that it was something different. I even said to you when we talked about it, when we got to the end, and I said, we, we already know this. And so I thought it was something different. But yeah, that's his big pull now of who it owns. But she's walking around. And yeah, the big reveal is that she's part of the Invisible Mafia to connect the dots there because everybody should know that she already owns yeah. the Daily Planet. But she wanted she to keep it. that down as well. Like she didn't want to have like an owner like interview and stuff like that. She was trying to, for the most she part, She wouldn't have though, a thing, but she still is the owner. You yes. have to buy something and be known to be the owner. People would have known this. And I actually thought that the play was going to be that she got the money as well. From like Lex and Lex is really the majority owner or something like that because like I said the the reveal and we laughed and when we saw it the cliffhanger was who owns it not you know hey it should have been spelled out the world finds out the connection because that's all this was. And again, that does not seem interesting to me. Do you, do well, you it's think not. That that's, that's the thing is the idea that we end because we're just filling in some space so we can tell more action comic stories doesn't work for me because we're dealing with Superman villains. And when you actually take the actual villains of Superman mm. and put them on the back burner to push Leone's story further, you're going to piss me off because Toy Man. How many times have I said to you over the past couple of years that I want a legitimate Toy Man story yeah. versus Superman and we get them here? But the problem is for what we get here is a lot like we had in The Man of Steel, like almost like a rehash to the point where now – the, we take the toy man, Winslow shot, and we actually turn him into a good guy because he gets arrested. He gives up in the idea that yeah. Superman has been trying to reach him all these years. And now that Winslow realizes that he was just a guy like me, like everybody else, I should have been listening. He wasn't some god. We got freaking Kingsley Jacobs, the new king of checkmate, come and pull him out. We need That's your help, I Winslow. I'm like, I like the stuff before that. I didn't on. mind that you ended up having him to, I mean, turn himself in. He he should already have been arrested a million times for his crimes anyway and has been. But he turns himself in because he wants to make himself better. And you leave him there in jail to deal with later. Maybe things go wrong. He's one of those where it would probably get to the idea that he can't be accepted by people to be a good guy. You know, that whole story deal. Um, Almost how Lex had it when he was in the Justice League even. But when when Winslow, when you have Kingsley show up, I mean... I just, I'm like, really? Like, this is all you're doing is you're giving us a one shot. You are duping us to make us think that this is going to be the reaction to all his villains. And you're duping us just to set up all the things in your stupid Bendis verse again. And even I don't the one thing, Firefly that. flies past the Daily Planet. He's not even a, a Superman villain and just flies off. We don't deal with that. Superman like, shows him the ass. Yeah. Well, he, he showed up because of that, it seemed. Like he is showing up because now he knows. But why would he show up? It seems like he's shown up because of the idea that he knows that Clark Kent's Superman. Then he sees that Clark Kent's Superman and runs and flies away. And everybody behind him with their phones. I've had enough of that, too. And so there's poor Jimmy still has that camera. He's like, can I please take a picture with my camera for once? And so, yeah, you have Lex Luthor. That doesn't make sense in what's going on now. So that's kind of, you know, bull crap. It's just a show. And again, 
All you see is the Joker making fun of him and him ending up ripping up a newspaper. That that's not the reactions that I wanted to see. That's not clever. The well, only did thing did I you think, want a page of Steve Lombard flipping out about it? Because no, you know because that's who I think of when I think of Superman this. villains. No, that's a friend and family thing. That's yeah, Superman heroes. Again, we should have dealt with that. Why can't you have Superman friend and family? You end up having a Lombard. You end up having Mom, Pa, Kent, the non-superpowered people. And there's Lombard getting upset. We even talked about it when we were, you know, at work talking about what Lombard's reaction would be. And it wasn't this. We were just like, man, he'd be all confused and he'd want to, you know, now all of a sudden Clark Kent would be the best guy ever and he'd want to be around him and try to get him to hang out with him and stuff. And it's just him, man. I don't Even when that. we move on the Mongol, it's the weirdest thing. It's like, okay, we're dealing with the Mongol a lot in the Brian Michael Bendis thing, but we have to yeah. deal with Brian Michael Bendis' Mongol. So the Mongol we have, which depending on where we are in continuity, like it's always a problem to figure out because we used to have the original Mongol who was then killed by his son and taken over by Mongol 2, who was the majority of the late 90s, early 2000s. 2000s Mongo that we dealt yeah. with maybe you know 2000s I'm trying to remember the time frame at this point but Mongo 2 is the one we majorly dealt with because he killed his father now we have Mongo realizing that Superman has revealed his identity he's flipping out about it that he is just a man and only you know, walking around with yeah, mortals yeah. when he should and be how dare he them because try to this is how he thinks and then Mongo 3 comes up his son and kills him now yeah. I am Mongo I'm like <sighs> You, you didn't do anything new here. You just had uh, Mongol's yeah, son no, kill you know, him. Like, you, yeah, you Mon- did something we, we've new. We've already done that. I swear to God, this is only there because people complained and said, why was Superman fighting Mongol? And he seemed to change his power levels and things like that. I think that this is well, trying to explain saying, that. The idea that we have it's to deal nonsense. with Brian Michael Bendis' Mongol yeah, now. And then now it's the idea, well, he easily could defeat the Mongol too. But now Mongol 3 came about, which we didn't know about. That's why he had problems later or before or whatever. It still doesn't jive up. And I think that's all it is. Again, this is a book that is and and it's funny to say and get mad that it's a book that sets up the other super books because, yeah, it should. But when you have one guy monopolizing half of the DCU and then you end up having a one shot where you're trying to get involved and try to see what's going on and giving the benefit of the doubt and saying, well, I'd like to see the stories of some of these villains reacting, some of these guys, you know, having an issue or liking it, whatnot. And you get in and you're dealing with Lombard, who I do think that what this is a setup for is Lombard is going to stab Superman and Lois in the back by doing stuff behind his back. And it's going to be ridiculous. Do I don't the Daily that. Star. Well, even that, this is what he ends up doing. Where so I think he Lombard wants to end just up ruin. liking them even well, more now. I, I, but he's mad. He's screaming, yelling like he wants to choke somebody. He's biting his thing. Him, he's yelling. And I just, why? This could be a lot better. And he's not a villain. You know, there's a lot of Superman well, what villains. What about that page of Bizarro? Do you like that page of Bizarro there? No, it's Where just, it, it does yeah. nothing or he no, just like, if him, am, if him and Clark Kent, who am me? And again, right. you, go to, uh, like, you go off to the Bizarro <sighs> world and call it Planet so Bizarro. Much. And also just the idea that you're not even going to deal with the Bizarro that's in our, you know, deal. And you go to there. Well, this that's is the classic. one that we had from the Terrifics at this point yeah, because you yeah. want the shoulder pad armor yep. that he has here. Yeah, like, you have that. So he's gone. I, I don't but, need it. And even yeah. we have to deal with the idea that, all right, now we got to take, you know, infected Supergirl and come up with a reason for her to go to Smallville. Because over in the Supergirl book, it doesn't make any sense. So no. she's going to get mad at the reveal of Clark Kent. That's and why she's going to go over here. I'm like, whatever, I man. I told you, like, in this, she is there hiding in a bar as they are revealing it. You're watching it. Are they watching it on tape? You, you know, you end up there where he's, my name is Clark Kent, and she flips out. I thought it was Perpetua. And, or also, I didn't know who it was. I, I thought it was Punchline you, at first. I, I thought it was Pandora. She was watching. She's still <laughs> watching. And uh, she flips out and goes off. 
And that doesn't make sense because we saw her, like I said, in the reveal issue, Superman 18. You can go back and look. She is there on top of a building pumping her fist and getting very excited. Crypto's barking and all that. It was only two. More than two is just excessive. So you end up, yeah, really. And then you end up with her going off to Smallville, where before she went because that was where, you know, people made her weak. People made them weak. Now it seems like she wants revenge. And so with all that, there's one thing that I thought was clever in this whole issue that kind of made me laugh, but it became too much of a point. Like you had to really push the joke was the idea that when Superman said, I'm Clark Kent from now on, I'm going to donate my salary uh, to the fire department in Metropolis is going to be. And you have Leone so and all they get upset because he's hardly getting paid anything and they don't want that out and about. Oh, my. I, I found was that paid so nothing. odd, the idea that we're dealing with that. And Perry has to run out. He, he never asked it's, for a raise it, or anything. Yeah. Like, I'm like, I don't understand what you're even trying to do here. And I don't understand why that, like, and, you know, Clark would give his is, salary now to the fire. Whatever you, you're and even if you he's did that. Good, but he still needs to live. He has a family and an yeah, apartment and bills he yeah, has to pay. Well, she gets a lot. But even when you do that, the idea to it. me of what you're pay, what you're pointing out and what you're doing here, eh, he can make like the heat vision diamonds and stuff, right? He's still going to sell them, don't you? He could go, eh, he's got a fence. You end up where he goes off. And I've got a gate to the, a fence. The idea of, oh, man, Claire Kent was Superman. That's not fair. That's not fair. You kind of do equal that out a little that he was barely getting paid. You know, now that might have brought up the story of they must have known. And that there's some stories, I guess. But you end up with this whole deal. Plus, Leone is upset. She I don't just get paid bought, much either. Am I she Superman? just bought the Daily Planet. It wouldn't have anything to do with her. And she's like, oh, we can't let that get out. Lois is the one. She's just angry that she doesn't want that salary to be put out and whatever. And then there's I was Perry. I was very confused about the whole correlation. And then Perry's just yelling, I got this. a raise. I got a raise. And it goes too much. I do like the initial kind of thing that he wasn't getting paid a lot. He never asked for a raise. And then you get away from that. And then <laughs> for Clark to say it. Hey, I never asked for it. You're going with that still. I'm like, I'm oh, sitting God. here. I'm like, I want to see what Rampage thinks. So what Parasite thinks. Livewire. Yeah, somebody just give so me many. some fun Superman villains yeah. to show so, me the reaction to this whole thing and why there are no ramifications to his actions. So you end up then with Lois going to Leone and saying, hey, listen, I want to get your, you know, a quote from you for this article. Now, Leone is a smart what woman. What's going to think about this? Yeah, really? Who knows? I, I don't know. Superboy Prime. I don't know, Eric. You end up He's having this whole Shazam deal. Doing stuff. And there's Leone and she's drinking. You know, she's got herself a scotch. She's like, oh, man, all this well, stuff. And there's Lois who says, hey. I'm doing this story here and I need a quote from you. And she's like, no comment. I think that a, a smart woman like this that we've seen, she has to be smart, I guess. I have seen ends much up, of her. Well, I'm saying, I'm though, she how must bad be. She is. Uh, but she ends up no comment. Don't you think she'd say, let me see the story before you publish it? Because it is a story of basically like the biggest villain that Brian Michael Bendis thinks after he got done a Rogue Ozar, this invisible mafia in Leone. She is the one running the Daily Planet. And again, you're dealing in a universe that, yeah, Lex Luthor is one of the biggest villains in the world and the universe, and he always has his things going on. I know that this would be something people would be upset about, but it's not as big a reveal in my mind as you go with him because it's a superhero universe, and then they would just end I just don't get it. And the whole deal is, well, the, you know, we got to run the story and it's going to ruin us. Uh, but somebody else will, you know, run it anyway, so it might as well be us. But Leone just saying, eh, yeah, no comment. I don't need that story. And then it ends up pretty much showing all that. And that's the big thing. 
you end up with a Superman villains where it's the reaction of the Just villains really to the identity. This has nothing to do with Superman's identity. You Not end it with the idea of, oh, no, the big villain is Leone and she owns it. And that's going to be the thing. And then when it says to be continued in Superman and action comics, well, I want to strangle myself. That's the thing is, if you wanted to have an ending that actually tied in everything else, where at the end of Superman Heroes, you had to reveal what Lex Luthor gave Lois. And it is the identity of Leone being the head of the Invisible Mafia. That's a big thing. You could say, okay, this is going to continue over here in Superman. Yeah. So at the end of Superman Villains, you have a big reaction to all these things, all the things the fans want. At the end, you could tie that into action comics or vice versa, whatever you want to do, where you can do these different stories. Stories, but yeah. now we're just continuing this on, and we're told it's going to happen in both Superman yeah. and action. And I'm it, like, it I just want the reaction from no, the and, and even then, Give you me ended the village, up, yeah. Jim. And you ended up having Leone as this invisible mafia that seemed to go away for a while. You had these things, and then just to end it by, oh yeah, that's what Lex gave Lois. And you're like, all right, well, you really didn't do much work with that. You just end up having it be revealed by it, Lex yeah. to Lois, and now you're just going to release it. And yeah, that that is not. What I wanted from these thousand stories that you get from the identity reveal. This isn't anything with that. So-called thousand this stories is, that Brian Michael Bendis says you can have. And from he it. said that the identity reveal. I guess he didn't mean Superman. He meant Leone, who I could care less about, and is another one that he is pushing. And he seems to just want to push these characters that he wants big. They're not hitting. You have to do something to get people on board before you do your nonsense. And he never did. He started his crap Come on. immediately. In Rogel Czar, Invisible Mafia, yeah, and Red Cloud, saying. these aren't the ones that are no. like, you know, storming I mean, the block right now. Everybody's off. going to the bookstore looking yeah, for. Yeah, start off with something that's more classic that you can show that you do know Superman and get people on board with your thing. I, I know that you want writers to write their own stories, things like that. But he came on board both Superman books, pretty much. I want a toy man story. Now he's not a bad guy anymore. Yeah, started destroying. Well, you'll get it. Now it's in his checkmate. Uh, You end up though, where then and even then, is it going to be a cool thing where yeah, or is it going to be stupid where Toy Man just constantly is saying the lowest? Man, I love your husband. Is that how it's going to be? The thing is, no matter what it's going to be, it's going to be stupid because it's going to be Brian Michael Bendis' interpretation of his new checkmate. Yeah. I just, I read this, and like you said, where are the villains? Where are they? There's just not many in here, and the ones you get are Where's just the beef? ridiculous. The beef equals villains. Yeah, it's the beef equals villains. You get, you know, Mongol, classic, but it's his Mongol to explain his nonsense. You get Bizarro just sitting there. You get Lombard. You get Mom Tell me, you barely get a response from Lex Luthor, the biggest villain in Superman's yeah. repertoire. Because and it's he's just getting laughed jokes. at by the Joker. I'm like, yes, this the thing shouldn't is, be a joke. I, I went into this with so much enthusiasm because this is what I want. I want to see how the villain's going to react because I was so mad there weren't any ramifications to this reveal. I'm like, okay, why is this? Let me see from the yeah. Superman villain story. It's garbage. Oh, it no. It's Lay's garbage. What did you give this? I ended up giving it a 5.5 out of 10 because I thought the majority of the art was really good, except for a few exceptions here and there. And I thought this, even though I'm not a fan of what happened here because I was mostly good for the villains, there is something for pretty much anybody if they are a fan of Superman here, even if it's a lame attempt here and there. So it's not an awful score, but it's not a great score either with a 5.5 out of 10. I'm giving it a 5, regular 5, and uh, Riley Rossimo's art nonsense. Uh, you also have that whole deal. It's not where- as bad as his, you know, Well, it's not because he doesn't get to do any crazy big head nonsense, but I really don't like it. And actually, I'll, I'll go back. It's not that bad, actually, because it fits the story, but I still don't like his art. But I hate the stuff in the 
kind of present day oh, Daily yeah, the stuff Planet. Oh, yeah, the Action Comics Daily it, Planet aspects. It just aspects. looks like, oh, you know, somebody got some photos and, and he used one of them Apple filters, you know, and I hated it. I couldn't somebody stand Somebody spilled a it. soda over them. Yeah, but a pop, Eric, a pop. That's empty calories. But yeah, for the most part, though, the art's okay, <laughs> but just going into this, I thought we were going to get villains. I mean, you you want to get the villains? They're on oh, the cover. That's all they are. And even on the cover, Rachel Ghoul. I mean, the reverse flash. <laughs> What's going on? These are the these are villains. Yeah, these are not <laughs> these Superman, Superman villains. villains. So it just says you, Superman. Well, you see villains. what it is. It's the crazy hell arisen. And fa- I, I don't understand. I don't understand what's going on. Uh, but yeah, five out of ten, normal five. I'm sort of see this cover now. Gorilla Grodd, Professor yeah. Pig. All right, yeah, I, you know, <laughs> I had no idea what they're doing going in. Not even bother looking at the cover. Hey, there's Silencer. I was you just know. gonna say. I was waiting. I'm like, look on your Gorilla Grodd, Silencer. You know, the classic Superman villain. We should have known that we were gonna get duped. Oh yes. At least but, uh, I'm telling you. At least for some of these, like I say, the Legion of Doom. Okay, I can go with that. Yeah. But, you're just throwing everything out there except for bat Superman villains at this point, it seems like. I'm like, I don't even know what I expected going in if I would have looked at the cover. And one of the villains that Brainiac. reacts kind of, there you know, y- even the Mongol reaction of how dare he not rule that. No, this would be more Mongol. OK, now I realize he's Look, a softy and I'm going to go take over Earth. I mean, I'm, this is- I'm getting tired of these things in the books lately where we had it in uh, Superman. I think it was or Action Comics. One of the things I get it messed up in my mind anymore if we're not dealing with it at certain given weeks. Yeah, but yeah. when uh, when the whole video of the Superman, I guess it was Superman then, Superman reacting saying, I speak for Earth during Unity Day on yeah, the planet that Thanagar. Gets out. Now it's going back to the Daily Star. Now we have going television broadcast going out into space where Mongol can pick space. up on them. To it's the going point to Bizarro World. <laughs> what, what kind of, what are they watching? Multiversal the space. Bizarro Network. And then even when we deal with Adam Strange later on, the idea that somebody finds out what, you know, Adam Strange know. did on, you know, Iranian war. And I'm like, said, how when, are when these Firefly things getting shows over? Up, you have news people getting everything with their phones and stuff, and I really think that you're getting the idea that these writers, I don't know, they see what they think is going on. They think that, I just don't get it. I just don't. It I it's happening everywhere. It doesn't too. make any sense. Let Jimmy take the pictures for crying out loud. But that's it for the first section of books, and we're going to go off right now to some mail. Hey there, Bendis, why's your dialogue so shitty? I just want to turn away, cause man, it really is a pity what you do. I hate to say it, but it's true, I don't like you. Hey there, Bendis, when you gonna tell a story? I'm still waiting for the answers, but I guess you never listen to reviews. Cause then you know that I am through reading you Oh, please just leave DC 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 Please just leave DC Yo, it's mail call It is the best podcast so we no shame, you're such a freak. I've got to hear all the reviews and the mail with Jim. And I've got such a long way to go to make it to the end of the episode. 
gym, now I'm out of gym. All right, and we're going to hear mail with Jim. And if you want to be part of the mail section and the start of the show yourself, you can, can email us at Weird Science. No, oh. Weird Science DC Comics at gmail.com, just like Jay from Canada I'm the star. did. No, you're never going to be. Oh. And uh, we don't get a lot of mail anymore. What's up, Jim and Eric? What's up, Jay? Uh, Jim fr- Jay from Canada here. Back at you again, and you know, life is short, so Eric, this email is specifically tailored to you to rekindle the bond we once had, or you know, something like that. That's what he says. Maybe James Bond. That stupid thing. So that's why I'm talking about Jim's favorite topic, Transformers. All right. See, this is what the uh, DC mail always ends up being. I've been reading the IDW stuff before their 2019 relaunch, and I have to say it's so, so insanely good. It is pretty good. Have you read any of it? I have, but not consecutively. I've jumped around here and there because I never know where to begin because I saw, found out about it late in time. But like, How I dare you. I try to jump in, but everybody seems to have a different like idea of where to start and different ideas like uh, for different continuities. Like there was a first part and then a second part. You should start here because it got better over here. I, I've read a few, and of what I've read, I've enjoyed it. I was trying to find the crickets there, and he says that uh, he liked it. So here's his top five. Uh, and sorry for any Transformers spoilers, he says. He oh, no. wanted to go over his favorite characters. Okay. Number five, Megatron. All right. This dude's the epitome of power. The guy can shatter a soul with his words alone, but he packs a punch when he needs to. I love his whole conflicted, fallen, revolutionary hero thing. It's really interesting, is what he says. It is. I have no idea. It's Megatron, Number Jim. four. Tailgate, I hear that he's very popular up in Buffalo. I got a tailgate right, right here. Good grief. Yeah, I bet you do. This little guy yeah, is the listen best. Listen to his wheels, Jim. So full. Of, I hear him all the time in between <laughs> segments. Johnny insane. So full of hope and optimism. I love his positivity. And now he's a point of view character for new readers. It helps me a lot. And I love his scenes with dot, 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 Cyclonus. <laughs> I'm sitting here. I don't <laughs> care about one bit of this. I, I should have sent you this so you could have done this on your own. Cyclonus says, This guy's insanely badass and also yeah. a softy. I love his. Is that because he's got the, the real innards? He's not a, no. a real no, he's uh, a robot. machine. What is he? Cyclonus. Does he transform into a fan? I love his interactions with Tailgate, protecting him even if he won't explicitly say how much he cares, while also being a total badass when it comes to his interactions with dot, 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 (laughs) world, world. This this guy's hilarious. It actually makes me laugh out loud. I also love that he really cares for Rung, his therapist, Jim. Check out the new season of Cyberverse. We got a lot of world in that. Of the mental breakdown. It's amazing stuff. It is. One, drift. Is drift like a, a car from the Fast and the Furious Tokyo Drift? The best is that one where you he's mean? from? I wish. I wish he was from that. Uh, wait a minute. This this guy is great like Batman. I just wanted to add that to make it DC-centric. Uh, he got that awesome redemption story. He fights like a mofo samurai. He's got a heart of gold, and he's the best. 
Now he wants to know your top five. You could message him that. <laughs> he will. says, Jim, do you have one? I don't care. I don't like He's the more of a Beast Wars guy. I, I did, no, I don't like any of them. Here's like any my favorite. Them. Any one that's not on. I oh don't my. need to hear that crap. Grow oh, up, no? both of you. Oh, and I guess I should get to some <laughs> DC books, huh? I really like Batman 90. Best issue of Tynan's run so far. Uh, this is a backhanded compliment. Did you like the design of the designer? What, no. Did he listen to the podcast? Not at all. I mean, really. I thought he looked very anime, which is cool to me. I think it's one of the worst designs I've ever seen in my entire life. Maybe it worse than It does look very anime now I think about it, but it's one of those jokey anime things anime, where a character you yeah. can't take seriously. That's what I'm saying. It's the guy who shows up and starts yelling stuff and then gets defeated in two seconds. I love the idea of the Joker making him go insane. I'm finally on board. Yeah, I don't think that he made the – I think that the designer made the Joker go insane. The Joker was the one who came out looking a little different afterwards and all fired up. Uh, I think that he actually unlocked some crap that wouldn't have been unlocked. <laughs> and and Hello Risen and Batman Superman were decent, but yeah, nothing I'm really loving. And that's that's old times. You know, back back to the old days there. And that's a couple of weeks. Not like Strange Academy number one. But I'll save that for the Marvel podcast. He says he won't talk Strange Academy number one with just comics, but he's given us his top five Transformer nonsense. I'll end with a question. What are some books you want to see come out of 5G? My my easy answer is a Robin's book or a Batman and Robin title. But let's get crazy here. You want to get I'd nuts, like to know more you? about 5G before I can make any kind of statement about what yeah. I want from it. Yeah, I don't know what I want from it. Yeah, everybody wants like a Justice Society deal, but that seems to be what we'll get anyway. That's the I thing want is, a- I want a current day old man Justice Society. I don't want like a 1940s Justice Society. I actually, in general, I, I would like, and he kind of goes and says he's want, he wants an Animal Man team up Swamp Thing book. That'll That'd sell cool. six thousand. It's not a seller. That's cool, the though. thing. DC right now, they don't care about anything, it seems, but Brian Michael Bendis and selling. So you're not going to get fun stuff like this unless Bendis does it. I'd rather have the uh, Marvel way where they end up just throwing shit out there. They don't give a crap, Eric. They'll just throw it out there. If people don't buy it, they'll cancel it at five. Then you'll get an Animal Man, Animal Man Swamp <laughs> Thing book. Uh, but until then, <laughs> I'm telling you, they are already upset now that things aren't selling. They're, I think they're going to pull it back even more. Uh, there's hardly any sort of variety now, and it's I just I don't know what they think is up and down anymore. I'm worried now. The, the whole idea of not getting any sort of inclination of what this 5G is when we sort of you know s- seem like we were going to get some sort of idea. Nobody even knows anything, and they no, don't no. want to tell us. So people are just making up their own ideas with it, and every idea sucks. Everybody hates it. And that's the thing. All the ideas I see is, it's going to be this, and it'll suck. It's going to be this, and it'll blow. Nobody's like, boy, I hope it's this, because that'd be cool. I guess an is Animal Man down at the rec center thing. talking to different kids? It is. It's me at the malt shop. I'm down there. The one kid the other day, I'm down there. I'm like, hey, you know, you like the DC Comics. This kid has the nerve to say, hey, you want to hear my top five Transformers? I sliced his throat is what I did. I'm, I'm on the run now. I'm on the run for Maida, is what You're I am. You're on the slow walk. Uh, well, there you go. I'm telling you, you say this, you have no idea. The next time you see me, which will probably <laughs> oh be in like three years, you won't even recognize me because I've been running. Oh, and yeah? I run faster than you. And you're running through my mind. That's what you're doing. <laughs> you and, on and, that bike and, yet? And, uh, yeah. Nice. And also, uh, you're running through my mind and you still get tired. 
you big <laughs> Obviously, fat you had an accurate representation of me in your yeah, mind. Yeah, because you're a fat mother beeper. Oh, my. my beep deal. I'm getting angry now. I'm why? telling you, you. Because you guys can talk your Transformers nonsense together. You guys will never talk to each other on the Slack. You got to ruin my night talking <laughs> Transformers. Night. I got to read this Transformers <laughs> crap. But yeah, I can't wait till that Marvel email. I'm yelling. Jay's the only one emailing. This is why we don't get any emails. <laughs> I just yell right. and scream about them. But yeah. So there you go. That's Jay. Much love from Ken. Thanks, I Jay. love Jay. So I'm just kind of joking. But yeah, people are fast forward. And anyway, I don't need to hear this Transformers bull crap. Uh, both of you grow up. But yeah, that's what he says. That's all from me. Much love from Ken. Oh, he also wants, uh, he says that the Animal Man Swamp Thing would be a good buddy cup team up book. And then he'd also settle for zero solo series for both of those. But we'll see. That'd be cool. I just get I get the idea that that Animal Man Swamp thing would be written by Tom King and ruin my day. They'll, they'll be Somebody's like, oh, he's dying. doing great with that, with that there Whose Batman in the Swamp wife thing. Is dying. Next thing you know, you got Kite Man showing up yelling, hell yeah, everybody's dying. You have Animal Man's daughter. She's sliced in the throat. You got that. Are you just saying and this because Jay's a fan of Tom King? Yes. And I want to. Dig into him. But no, that does seem like something they would get him to do. And yeah, everybody would die. They'd open up with seven kids dying, all this stuff. And that's actually the good part. I don't mind when that happens. They, he can come to my house. Write my story, oh, wow. Tom King. They're all after me. Uh, I'm not in, exactly enjoying don't life Don't worry, right you can now. run away now. Yeah, I can. Where? I can't afford to go anywhere. I you can run. I, have to, I was told I have to find an apartment. I can't afford that. What am I going to do? I, I don't know. But that's that. There you go, Eric. It's all fun and games. But yeah, we're going to go now. Thank you, Jay. Thank you for ruining my night. We're going to go now (laughs) off to two more books that'll just make it even worse. But hey, we'll be right back. You once were a god, but now you're a man. And you can't even smile and you don't understand Gives you so much pain you can't even stand Tom King hero is something to be A Tom King hero is something to be Don't get too attached Cause everyone will die The only time you're not angry Is when you cry Might as well just give up Don't even try A Tom King hero is something to be Tom King hero is something to be Well he stares into the mirror moosing up his hair Blows kisses to himself and he really thinks that tear is tear Well that's just every shape Looking for a star scream or maybe a hot cap Spends all his money buying all that crap Well, More Transformers nonsense. I mean, I'm even falling into that trap. <laughs> I got Wheeljack today. What the heck's going on, Wheeljack? 
You go check some. Uh, I end up uh, in between segments. You know, I'm all angry. I'm yeah, having yeah. some problems. Uh-huh. I'm miserable. Yeah. And I, I go into Slack. John Wayne has messaged me and needs me to reinvigorate his love of comics. <laughs> really? <laughs> you come to me. I'm the beacon of hope. I'm no Princess Leia. I'm as sexy as her, but I'm no Princess Leia. Not at I all. Mean, who is? There's only one Princess Leia, and that's Gwen Stefani. Weird. Eric, right? You know what I'm saying there? I'm doing the best I can. Yeah, I am. Well, that's the problem, Eric. I am doing the best I can. Oh, the best yeah. sometimes just isn't good enough. That's how the song goes, and I think it's right. Uh, all these th- years, I've been dying d- to have a podcast, and now, now they're killing me because of it. We have Strange Adventures, number one, Eric. That's the first book we're going to start out with here. Uh, strange days indeed is how they say it. You know, strange <laughs> people are strange. What's you know, talking about? strange. I'm just mentioning songs that have strange in the title, yeah. right? And that's all you need. St- strange days. Yeah. You know, I think you like the Doors, Eric. You're a Doors fan. You know I am. Uh, or are you more of like uh, stairs? You like the Doors or you like stairs? <laughs> As you a like person, hallways? you know I don't like stairs. Well, yeah, really. I know that Tanya <laughs> doesn't like Doors. She ended up, and that's one of the reasons why all this crap is hitting me, because I, I ain't got a door on this this room. All I can hear is people yelling and screaming. They don't care. There's no door to shut. I can't slam it. I can't get angry. How do you get angry when you have to slam a curtain? It doesn't work. I'm telling you. It does not work. What am I, a clairvoyant? You end up with Strange Adventures number one. It's on video. I can't ask him anything on video unless you got some newfangled. What is this? That DVD? The things that we thought was going to happen? I'm going to look at what I have here. I can talk to people. Hey, Adam Strange. What should I do about this situation? Why is Jim yeah, so really? angry all the time? Why, Why can't he put Jim on a so happy angry? face? I can't. Adam Strange yeah, isn't less talking things. back. Yeah, Adam Strange is He's not having a good time why. either right now. He's not either. He's having as much problems. The, <laughs> the press and everything, they're acting like my family. And you, you go here and uh, I don't know. I don't even know what I'm talking about now. No. Eric, I have no idea. I'm trying to think, but nothing happens. <laughs> it's true. Strange Adventures number one, written by Tom King, art by Mitch Gerards, Evan Doc Shaner, and Clayton Cowles, Eric. I'm trying to think, but nothing happens. Good. Uh, Tom King is back in a format that has won him praise. And while I see people calling him brave for this book, uh, because it's a book that only he could write, I think that after Heroes in Crisis and the way his Batman run ended, this is as close to a safe bet for him as he can get. And I think that's what this is. This is the lifeline. Mr. Miracle starring Adam Strange. He he has grabbed. He's called his lifeline. He does not want to be kicked out because in that game, you're fired, right? Is that that one? Strange Adventures puts Adam Strange in the Tom King crosshairs. And is anyone surprised it involves a hero being accused of war atrocities and murder? (gasps) Oh, no. Wait a the, the book is split between Garads and Shaner, and the Garads stuff is 100% Mr. Miracle Fair, yeah. with boredom and depression being the order of the day. Do you know what the soup du jour was today, Eric? That's just the soup of the day, and that, Ooh, that sounds, sounds delicious. Good. I'll have one. But the Shaner stuff does break that up a bit, even if it is, to me, just set up for the overall misery. I have read this issue multiple times now, and every time I do, my score goes down. I really think that I need a Tom King book that I wasn't expecting to break me out of the funk. I get every time I read an issue of his, and that's what happens. I end up reading anything by him, and immediately I, I do get depressed. And it's not just depressed like, oh... 
I'm not a fan of his. It's the stories. You end up where it just, they all have a cloud over them. And and when I go, I don't need that. And I really wish that this was the one where he's going to break the mold. He's going to flip the script. And we actually find out that people don't like Adams. I don't even need that. I just need a fun comic. I need something. But this is just right back to the Mr. Miracle well. And he is... Like I said, I think that he's trying to, you know, shoot fish in a barrel here because this is just what it is. Now, I do like the Doc Shaner stuff as an art style. When we go to that, that does make a big difference in this book in my mind. When you end up because it changes the tone a bit, even though it is Adam you know, going to Rar and doing Ronnie and things, have all fun yeah. and sci-fi action adventure. And and where I have the problems, and you had even pointed out to one, where the setup of this book is twofold. You end up having Adam Strange writing a book called Strange Adventures. Oh, my meta. <laughs> and so when you have this, though, you That's end up having a guy book. in line. I know what you did to the Pict, and you were, you know, atrocities and things. That's fine. That That's like that. No, it's not. Could be, no, it could be interesting because it's just a loony been you know looney tunes saying that the problem is though is you have set this up and this is what gets me mad about tom king books it's the fill in the blank setups and the idea that nothing is thought through to what the story's telling you have already at this point and throughout this issue have spelled out the the american government is treating adam strange as not just to be celebrated which that's fine you can have them say oh you know he's part ranian the adopted world but he's also american let's have they give him the medal of honor that is a huge thing and that is the problem that i have because when this guy starts yelling about the atrocities and then they're reporting well we don't really know what he did somebody does you don't give out the medal of honor without looking into what has gone Even on and what thing was the where deal you have a zeta beam go down we don't see a lot of people using the zeta beam it's strictly adam strange for the most part but he goes off to another world and is the hero of another planet but when he comes back what he sounds like, even writing his Strange Adventures book, his biography, his autobiography, is that he sounds like a crazy person. I don't know why he's being celebrated for these things that he claims he does on another world, but nobody well, can again, prove. Yeah, and the thing is, celebrated by the government is weird, but having a book, that'd be fine. I mean, you'd end up having superheroes have books. This would be something that people would want to know. And he's telling his story about Ram, but what, did the government read the book and decide to give him a medal? They would look into it. They wouldn't know. And even then, it's Anything spelled out it. here. It's spelled out. We don't know what he did. And we don't get, you know, no. Well, then how is he being celebrated by the government like that? It is such a surface level bunch of bull crap that you want to end up pushing this idea that, oh, look at that. the government. And I think it's going to twist around and it's more going to be and about not Adam going bad, but the government, you know, jumping is. to conclusions and then doing that. But it doesn't hit with me, especially in a superhero universe where you have other heroes doing a lot of other things where it's just again it's so isolated to adam strange yes you get batman and then at the end you see the arm of mr terrific but uh, did superman get a congressional medal of honor did it like that, that's did. that's nonsense though and to push that of well we thought that you were a hero and you're not you don't have to go that far you don't have to go to the nth degree to give the pretty much one of the hardest, most you know prestigious things that you do where it just makes it a joke in my mind. By the end, I do like some of the setup, though, here. It's just that fill in the blank deal of we'll just do that. And then earlier I said what I was, you know, driven nuts by where instead of telling people, you know, kind of naturally what Adam Strange is, his whole idea, he ends up having a monologue to a tank 
saying, I'm Adam Strange and I did this and I did that. And it's so just forced of what he would say. And he, uh, Tom King, I don't think he read more than three stories of Adam Strange because he doesn't even get his daughter's name right. He messes bothered it me up. so much. That's one of the things that really bothered me because even when the story was announced, the idea that Tom King was going to do it, Adam Strange, I immediately said to you, he yeah, better not said. kill Aaliyah. And as soon and- as we get this from I'm like, yep, he killed Aaliyah and he couldn't even get her name right. So and, Lena yeah, now. we had yeah we had some other and I think he just got you know confused with, with Alana. Alana and then said Alina and uh, even the thing so, with Alana being here because as I started reading I had no real expectations about this uh, about this going in because like all right we have this weird thing there was this thing on the back burner that I saw kind of a bit where he came out and said his idea for the story was you know fact versus fiction and stuff yeah. like that truth versus lies and I'm mad about that because after I read this issue I went over to the comic book roundup and started looking at different reviews and it seems that. Everybody, not everybody, but a lot of people are using that little like the the uh, the human Batman. This is the yeah. fact versus fiction story they that Tom use, King. He he's not dumb. By, he ends up throwing out catchphrases so that you can grab and do it. And, and that's by, what, after yeah. reading this, though, nothing from this issue makes me think of a fact versus fiction kind of tale from this first issue. No, there was nothing here that made me think of again. He ended up, this is what Heroes in Crisis was, a murder mystery, and we've seen. He he doesn't do well with these. So let's see how it goes. But yeah, he is a smart guy, also a CIA guy. And just remember that where, you you know, I'll be a Looney Tune right now and say that he understands the concepts of groupthink and getting people on board with him. He throws out the catchphrases. I'm going to make a human Batman. We heard that then for three years. People who just, you could argue with them and their whole argument just ended up that be all end all. It's a humanized Batman. No, no. Explain what you mean by that. It's a human Batman. Well, what does that mean? And that's what you're going to get here. Fact versus fiction because he spelled it out that way. They even had a video that was put out that even looked like a brainwashing technique deal. And it's driving me nuts. Now, again, I like the Doc Shaner stuff. And I love the idea that you do have that breaking up of the deal. But again, you end up having a Adam Strange on Earth who the way it's spelled out here is maybe depressed. Maybe a little loony, like you said, but also just bored. He's bored. And I'm reading a issue with a character who's bored. Well, then I'm bored. And I don't care well, it's the weirdest about part the because deal. I'm trying to follow the story, which is broken up in this weird kind of areas where we're going back and forth through time. There's the only thing that really breaks it up is the idea of Doc Shaner doing one part, Mitch Garage doing the other. But when we have Alana and the idea where you get the, like, you know, Adam Strange went to Ron, became the protector of Ron, met Alana, fell in love. They had their daughter Aaliyah or Alina as she's called here. And they even have a father-in-law Stardeth. There's no real background of why it's such a big deal for Adam, for the daughter Alina, because, you know, most of uh, Ron is sterile and they haven't had kids in a long time. Yeah. But yeah, you don't when, get the big thing. When you go to the present time, and now we're at a point where Adam Strange has written a book, and now he's doing press conferences, he's doing book signings, and you he's have book you have a, his wife Alana with him. I thought this was a publicist at first because I didn't. I expected at some point for them to talk about the idea that you know we perfected the Zeta Beam technology, and Alana was allowed to come to Earth. And yeah, not that's be, not a thing, and not be stuck here. I mean, like or be stuck here, or whatever, or use it whenever. Because as we see through the progression of the story with the background of Adam Strange, he is waiting to catch the Zeta Beam wherever it may be in order to get back to ran because and then it wears off and he gets sent back to earth as we see why yeah. his daughter i believe dies because yeah. he was flying a spaceship and he ended up getting he was Zeta beamed to away. Escape. yeah and he got Zeta beamed away and even at the beginning uh the second panel you have the credits between them second panel has a lady and I, I have to point out that it is the girl who ended up taking a selfie in the mr miracle book with mr miracle 
Uh, so you have that connection because these are connected into that deal. And she says, oh, man, sorry what happened to your daughter. I'm like, there we go. Yeah. Already. Already. One of my favorite That's characters. And a yelled. very underutilized character. That Don't you hurt can that little really, girl. You can really expand things because of the idea. Like you said, she was born on a planet that you don't really have natural births like that. That's a huge thing. And so she was looked at almost as if she was the, you know, Superman of Ron or the Jesus or whatever you want to go with. She was looked at as a superstar of the future. And I wish that we got a little of that. I wish that you had Tom King who would actually set up a story, not just throw us into something and then have us trying to, you know, figure out the deal because by the time you figure out what's going on, then he's already, you know, issue three, already be going back and changing stuff to try because of what he gets yelled at on Twitter and things like that. And we've been told or I've been told specifically that he likes to do these stories without not, he doesn't know how they end. He usually does this with not an idea like the story to come to him but that usually ends up with issue 10 11 of these 12 issue deal being just a, a monologuing exposition deal to fill in blanks that were never filled in and so i worry i like the setup of this whole murder mystery it's not what i want from adam strange but i do like the idea if you just had him writing a book about all his adventures the nice thing the thing that's going to gloss over the adventurous almost like the you know classic golden age stuff and then somebody coming and saying hey your book's nonsense you did this you start adding congressional medals of honor you're trying to push that part way too much in my mind because you you see nobody knows they even say on that the, the newscast well the government's like they don't know they gave them a congressional medal of honor they have to know what really did happen and yeah there's always the idea of what looked like it was one thing is the other but really, this is uh, we don't just get that here because deal. we go back to Adam Strange fighting a revolutionary no. war against the Picts who have come to conquest Ron, as far as we can see from what we're like, you know, from what this comic has given us. And then you know we jump to the future and we see that this guy during his book signing is going, "I know what you did to the Picts. How many yeah. graves did you dig for them, you monster?" And the idea that later on this guy who was you know uproarious at this book signing, he was later found dead with his head exploded based on some kind of energy weapon like Adam Strange yeah, would have. Like so, Adam Strange you know, would have. People are pointing fingers at him, but it seems to be more about the atrocity that this guy kind of pointed out that yeah, nobody has any out. evidence of no, that I'm wondering how he would ha- like you know have any idea and, at all because yeah. like I was saying before we keep getting all these weird transmissions that everybody on earth are finding out about from these alien races I'm like how does this keep happening yeah and I don't know we don't know who this guy was what he was doing who he knows so he gets killed and it's just again I, I'm I'm looking at it and I really do like the Doc Shaner stuff and I wish that, that we good. had more of that and I wish we just had a book where you're like oh man this is going to be the next Mr. Miracle and we go and it's like everything's hopeful everything is nice and fun and I'd be like holy crap though I'd wait for the hammer to fall but still I'd be like man this is different this is what I want but we start off again with the, the two panels in the alluding that his daughter's dead then you go and have to have him you know oh man i love adam strange he's such a classic guy oh no war atrocities we have to go into that and they'll look into it and hopefully it will be the idea that 
he didn't do that, but I, I end up well, thinking thing that is, this is going to be one of those like, well, atrocities to one person isn't for the other. Well, it seems and to I, be what Alana's talking about by the end, the idea that we stop the picks on Ron before they can come to Earth, but they are coming to Earth, and they're putting yeah. up all this like, you know, pop propaganda about like, you know, what the Ronians did to them, you know, like this yeah. filtrating into the media and people knowing about it so they can put the, the, the hero of the Ronians away so the picks yeah. can then infiltrate Earth and take over. And, and like, that's what it seems to be, that the setup is they are going to use the propaganda early to get Adam Strange off the but board. But we don't know anything about the picks. All we know is that they like, you know, have these war machines that Adam Strange then, is able to go up against is, and monologue against. There, there's a lot of better heroes on Earth than just I know. You know, Adam Strange. That That's the thing that I kept thinking. Like, yeah, you're getting Adam Strange off the board. He's been off the board for years. I mean, I mean it'd be this like is you guy... coming to Earth thinking, all right, this all I got to worry about is Ted Cord Blue Beetle. Yeah, yeah, and and then I get rid of him, and then I get destroyed by everyone else. And so, yeah, I think that by the end they're going to end. It's to me, it's going to be forced where you're going to end up. This is all. I always have predictions of these Tom King things. Issue twelve, we're going to end with them just invading. I have a feeling we're not even going to get to the full deal where you're just going to realize, oh no, Adam Strange was right, and there we go. Well, even the uh, thing that we pull Batman in this whole thing, because after the guy dies who accused Adam Strange of causing all these war crimes and doing all these terrible things on Ron, Adam goes out to Batman and says, "Look." Here's my gun. I want you to look into everything that this guy said I did and everything that I am, who I am and what I've done and f- tell me, like, you know, make sure that I am in the clear. I haven't done anything wrong. I need you to prove this. You're the world's greatest detective. No, Adam, I respect you too much to investigate. No, no, no. This is Batman here. He yeah, will Batman look doesn't into it to make biases. sure that you are not a war criminal in yeah, this whole yeah. thing because even if he would want to know if and you he's are. And he's want to know if he ended up killing that guy because he, he even gives some the even deal. The whole I don't thing, think I'm, I'm saying that because even so, like, you're the world's greatest detective. You know, investigate me, everything. All I did, come at me as hard as you can. I didn't do this. I'll show you and stuff like that. They're like, we are dealing with the murder, but it also feels like we're dealing with what he has done on Ron with I the I know. Picks. I just don't think that Batman Man's heading off to Ron. I think that I he's more I, like, I listen, like I didn't Batman do to, that, so to I make didn't sure kill this that, guy. You know, he can say that this guy who I do respect no. isn't a murderer. Yeah, well, he ends up where Batman says, nope, can't deal with that. And then he you ends saved up my getting, life too it's many so times. Funny too. I love the idea. It's <laughs> oh, like, yeah. I can't deal with that. So I'll get Mr. Terrific who, you know, the tit for tat, just Batman. You are the world's greatest detective. Look into it for a minute. See what's going on with that, you know, with the gun and do that. But you end up having to go where I only think that Tom King goes, oh, man, what's that guy's jacket with fair play on it? And then I'll mention fair play in here and go with it. And I do like that there is more of a DCU in this. Mr. Miracle was so, you know, centered on yeah. just the the Mr. Miracle and Barta and mm. the whole deal with, you the know, fourth the world and, yeah, and so when you did that, you could get confused like is this really going on in that full dcu this is because you have batman and also end up with mr terrific's arm making a cameo at the end and so i can i can deal with that and i like that i don't really love that you have you know a freaking adam strange there with a bloodied picture of his family i don't understand why he wouldn't you know but then all that going on and just the idea and i'm telling you was this on your daughter's person when she died i don't know maybe it was i guess maybe that would be the deal uh i'll tell you right now you know that I and I know you'll laugh, but I don't like I don't like seeing Luana smoke. It bothers She's me. She's smoking nonstop in this. I, I, it bothered me. I just and like that's the thing. It's like she like comes from gritty. Ron all the way here. It's like, all right, you got all this great cigarettes. She's here. like, what's going on with on this tobaccos? I'm in. Yeah, we so get addicted easiest, Ron. And, Ronnie's. And, 
people who ended up getting upset about, you know, Mitch Gerard's with the nine panel layout and some of them were repeated or whatever. We do have that. Hi, I'm Adam. Can I sign a book for you? And I think that is well done at a point to show the monotony of that. But again, I think that this is just Tom King telling us he doesn't like signing books and going to conventions and things like that because all that is just kind of nothingness just to set up this guy to get mad. And then another guy who looks like Carrot Top say, man, did you kill that dude? John, I had the up, weirdest but- idea when I first started reading this. Because like I said, I didn't know a lot about it going in. I wanted to be fresh because I don't want to have any Tom King biases to it. And I even started doing the I whole tried, thing. I tried, and I, I just, I I, I did the whole thing that I always get sucked into with Tom King, where I start making myself question what I'm seeing and trying to make a bigger story out of it. Oh, not I'm fit. done with that. And the I'm thing not is, doing I realized that I was doing this because I'm like, all right, well, he changed the name to Alina for his daughter instead of Aaliyah, which is the problem. So maybe this is like, no, stop your Isn't stupid like stuff. It's like it's a dream world exactly. and I'm like, ending I'm, up melding no, things. He, he just messed up because this is what So what you're doing is, people, if you want to know what Eric's really talking about, he's talking about that big Barda's eye color changes and Mr. Miracle that was never revealed to be anything. That's what he's doing. And that's, I, I started at the beginning and even I- Even the stuff in I Am Suicide and freaking Batman. Yeah. Well, I ended up with, I'm not going to play that game. I'm just going to read it straight out. Like I said, it's one of those books where usually the more you read it, you see the intricacies, you start to like it more, you understand something because you'll see something at the beginning that obviously the first time through you're reading it fresh and you don't know what that is. But then when you read it again, you are, oh, that was what set up that later. And this is just like random scenes. Oh, it's black label. We better have, you know, Alana riding Adam in bed. And that's the thing. Like the, Even the, the whole idea where I didn't know what was taking place or like at what continuity, if Alana was on earth, if she was stuck on run, you I thought, thought he was banging his publicist his on, on earth. Yeah. <laughs> like he has two bad. families. Or you could even get the idea that later uh, Alana's of the mind. She's not really there on Earth. And this is how he gets through it, getting on Earth when the Zeta Beam takes him back. But again, he's using the the concept of Adam Strange. I don't think he's utilizing it enough. He's using Adam Strange as just another pawn in a story that he wants to get dark and to be, you know, praised for doing a st- oh man nobody ever does this sort of thing with superheroes but in the the superhero world that he's telling it in and the whole idea of the forced issues of it it does start to really grate on me and i said i start reading this i see mitch garrard's art with tom king's story of atrocities accusations and things I just get depressed and I don't want to read books that depress me. I, I just, I've had enough of that. I have enough in my life that depresses me already. And yeah, some people are going to love this. People will love Mr. Miracle. I think that they're going to love it and that's fine. They can love it. I don't just because you're taking a character that you know for a fact that I like. And you know why I like the concept of him and how, advent, you know, the whole, you know, even like he's a old time serial, you know, Flash thing. Gordon deal. And you're using that in your way to twist it to be this gritty deal. And it just, and also, I don't know, the guy who gets killed does look a little like Tom King himself. That's I think I that thought. he's kind of poking fun at that too. Maybe even going with the idea of what people yelled at him about the whole Batman thing and how he got death. I, I don't know, but it always seems to twist and turn into things that end up making me depressed about a character that I thought you know, should be happy and fun. And Dee's just deconstructing things. And there you go. At the end, who knows what we'll get? Obviously, this is a number one. So I, I'm going, I'm falling into the trap. I didn't want to. I want to go with a clean slate here. And I do like the setup 
of this murder mystery. I do like that a guy is there and knows something. We don't know how he knows these atrocities, if they're real or not. And then that guy ends up dead, you know, later that day, later that week. And it all points to Adam. Somebody is there trying to. I hope it was later know, that day. He's still wearing so- the same t shirt. Yeah, you know, the guy looks dirty. And so I like Canary that. T-shirt. I do like that. And I know I pointed out my reveal. Uh, and that's to me. Now he's killed that's Black vintage. Canary. He just likes to do some crazy stuff. That's a vintage yeah, so, band t-shirt right there. Yeah, it is. So I like that. I like the setup. I like seeing him do things on Ron. But we're already even at the point where in this first issue, what did the stuff on Ron really accomplish? He ended up forcing the, I'm Adam Strange. Yeah, yeah. I'm from Earth. I came there. Very forced. That, that, so you do get that. But we're not seeing anything here. And we're not seeing anything here, though, that you could look at and say, boy, those are like, I, I was waiting for something to show that, oh, maybe this is a matter of perspective. Maybe this is they are fighting a war and he ends up defending his country and his family and then zeta beams yeah and so i wanted to have something and even at the one point you get almost a han shot you know second greedo shot first whatever you want to do because he's ended up oh man they fired first so you're already spelling out okay he's a good guy he's not gonna do bad things but then you want to push this atrocities and I don't know. You know that the way he plays it, it's going to be tip, you know, kind of like the scales of day. He kind of is. I don't know what's going to happen at this point because we have the picks invading. We have them trying to get away because they've overtaken the main city of Ron. But I don't know if after Aaliyah dies and for somehow he, later on he catches another Zeta being gets back to Ron, find out all, all the stuff that happened, his daughter dying, that he does start committing some war crimes because now he's the and punisher And everybody knows Ron. about the daughter dying because that is even said on the news. Like, oh, you know, hey, don't bring up his daughter again. That's, you know, everybody brings it up. But they seem to know enough, I but not enough. I knew he was going to kill that little girl, Tom King. I know. And, and you'd never get the real, like, you know what I mean? What do people know? What don't they know? What's going on? Why are, you know, why is the government so into Adam Strange? Like I said, there's, this is a superhero world where they do superhero things. And it, it does feel like you're getting that idea of an Afghanistan or a Vietnam where these people went over, did some things and some people were, you know, applauded, awarded. And then later, oh my, you did this, you did that. Oh, it was the worst. But this is a different planet that it's a whole different thing. And it kind of ends up not working well for me about the atrocities that he might've committed and just depresses me. Again, I said that I do. And I like Mitch Gerard's art. I think his art is really good. Uh, I like it. it. It really fits, but it fits in a way that just depresses me. Now, I said to you, it's like when you end up, you know, eating a soft pretzel and then you get sick and you throw up and then you equate the sickness to the soft pretzel and you can't eat soft pretzels anymore, something that would be the worst. I'm now equating his art with misery and depression. And it, it sucks because I do like his art. Um, but he's tied to the hip with Tom King in these kind of stories that I guess fit his gritty style. But I love Doc Shaner's parts. That's great. And I just wish we were getting an adventurous book of Adam Strange where actually, you know, you don't have to question him. He's a hero. Let's see if you want to be applauded. Because another thing I see people applauding him all the time, Tom King, is the idea, man, you get these obscure characters and bring them back and make them there. Well, why don't you celebrate them? Why don't you have them come back and just, if you're that interested in these characters, no, what Tom King figured out was it's a guy between worlds. I can deal with that. I can make it misery and nobody will know all the atrocities and let's go with it. And it's a shame, but 
And like I said, some of the setup I did like. The actual setup of the murder mystery I think is pretty cool, and it actually is intriguing to me. And you get Mr. Terrific. It's weird that you shove Batman aside, but what would you give this? I would end up giving this a 5.5 out of 10. I was not a huge fan of the idea of the setup here. I was pissed that he you know, got Aaliyah's name wrong in order to do this whole thing. I'm pissed off that he killed her right away to tell a Tom King story, but I'm not a huge fan of Mitch Gerard's art, and I'm like, I, like I am it. interested in the idea of a murder mystery, even though I know Tom King does not do those. Well, I'm done. No, that's I am problem. back Maybe and forth on everything that I like here, because every time I, I like this, but I know he's going to screw this up, but I like this, but he's going to screw this up, but in the end, I'm like, it's a first issue. They they got me set up it with is. what's going. I just wish he would have done more to set up the Adam Strange character for the besides the basic stuff like Alana being on Earth. In my mind, it's a big deal because like what happened with that? How did we perfect the Zeta Beam technology? At what point did that happen? And I, I just there's more to the things that I need to know. But I guess for a first issue, he did enough. But I'm just not a fan of the style of story that he's telling here. Yeah, I kind of am with you, but I gave it a seven on the site because I really did like the idea of, and I, I kind of was focusing on the idea of Doc Shaner being there, and that did end up making like the monotony of sometimes reading a Mr. Miracle and seeing Mr. Miracle on a couch. Here, you end up having Adam Strange on a bed a lot, and it did break that up, and I thought that that was well played, and I thought that that's a really good addition to this. Um, but yeah, I, I kind of let a lot of things go that started bothering me more the more times I read it. I, just the government angle that into that just seemed so forced to get this you know about the deal ripped from the headlines and things like that and tom king has been on twitter and he's not a real trump fan and that's whatever he wants to do but you know all of a sudden adding a government that gave a congressional medal of honor i think only to rip it back from them when they sing and oh they didn't do their due diligence and they are i just i'm worried about that but this first issue i did like the like I said, the setup of the and murder mystery. For some mystery, reason it's, in my mind, well he done, writes I this Adam Strange a lot like he writes his booster gold. Yeah, yeah, you're right. And he's just there. I'm waiting for, you know, bros before heroes and whatever the nonsense. But uh, I'm going to give it, you know, a chance. It's one of those where I have a feeling I'm not going to read all these issues, but I hope I do. And I hope that he proves me wrong for once. And I really want to get on board and like it with a lot of people. And we can all stop fighting about these issues and things like that. But I am going to go down to a 6.5. So I am a lot more positive than you, uh, but still seem disappointed. And my 7 was the second lowest score, uh, though for a while you weren't getting a lot of 10 out of 10s. But then they came flying yeah. in, you know, everybody, everything things perfect nowadays but yeah it just again I, I i don't want to end up reading a comic and be depressed and that that's kind of his mo and maybe it's one of those things that you get to a point where it's just not for us it's not for me and i just have to avoid it for my own sanity but we'll see uh but we have one last issue and what is that eric that is just like odyssey number 19 written by dan abnett with art by cliff richards rain Barreto, and and world design the odyssey team is at a crossroads where epoch plans on rewriting history to take the big bads of the dcu out of the story so the multiverse can be saved. But to do this, our heroes are going to have to fight back Darkseid's new new gods, which sadly includes Starfire, and that means that she's going to have to die. Yeah, Epoch can bring her back when he rewrites history, but can Jessica Cruz and the rest of the Odyssey team live with themselves, especially if Epoch doesn't succeed? 
Oh my, Eric, what a nice I'm trying to think, but nothing happens. (laughs) Uh, Yeah, this whole issue, to me, it's it's okay. I wanted to to see this, because the new new gods, besides for the the people like, you know, Asriel, Starfire, and Cyborg, we have a lot of other new new gods have been taken who are part of this team, and they are going after our Odyssey team. We've been waiting for this to happen for a little while, except for the, you know, the last time it happened, like, they're finally going for a full frontal assault to stop them from coming after Darkseid. Now we have the Epoch thing, but this whole time that we spend is all right epoch has a plan he's yep. gonna say some goofy time travel jargon oh at us as we go back out on it and i'm yeah. like come on this i'm telling you yep. this, this there's a bunch of more pages of this than there usually isn't a comic and if i could totally feel it for the amount of it, stuff it, that is just it thrown was in to really just fill out the page space it felt like well i'm glad you said that eric because while i was getting ready and i was reading it i ended up having to message you and i said did you write the blurb because this is usually a blurb i do it was taking me forever to get through it and i was reading it and i like kind of the concept but i don't like the end all of well we can just rewrite this and you have all that going like on the, but the, the idea not even the idea the personality behind this because we have epoch talking about rewriting the universe all the time i'm like yeah that's a huge thing it but is. as we have doing this we have dexter playing with little crystal balls because he's a cat and we have to keep having this, you know yeah, history. The, the kryptonian history but like the idea that we have this weird tonal shift in what we're dealing with to have a small thing yeah. of like you know humor for Dexter being a cat playing with a ball. I'm like, that's weird. Even though Dexter is the most like enjoyable character setup, yeah. in this issue, and it's a weird setup to kind of get into that whole deal. But when it first popped up, I'm like, what is he talking about? But then when he gets to it, this is the thing. It's one of those where we wanted to see how big and important the Just League Odyssey book was and is or whatever because it is tied in with the Just League Dark, the Just League. But it never really was because yeah. it ended up starting too late. You end up having Joshua Williamson on at the beginning. It was late. It was delayed. When he got on, the story was nonsense. He gets kicked off Dan Abnett has been doing a better job but by this point you're not convincing me that anything real important is going to come out of this book so when you do end up saying things that really feel like boy we can get to 5G right from here. Yeah. I mean, the, this instant Epoch can end up making a reboot it's that weird. we all are waiting for. And, but is, yet I sit there and roll my eyes because Epoch I know that's not going to happen. talking about stuff like what Melmoth was in Gotham yeah. City Garage. I, I keep saying Garage. Gotham City Monsters. Gotham but the whole City idea Monsters. Of how everybody here. is all going outside the main Just League book to try to stop Perpetual, but nobody's really paying attention by, I mean, that, yeah. by the heroes and the readers. And even with that, you're saying, and that's where the synergy again doesn't, well, and again, you can play with this because they are at the, you know, end of existence that goes, hey, you have all Beyond these Beyond the natural they, yeah. universe. And so they wouldn't know what's going on, even though you still had the doom sigil up at points. and may not. But you end up with this and it feels like it should be big. I mean, you are spelling out things just like Gotham City Monsters. You've got that a retcon machine. But you are, you are spelling out a way that we could get to the reboot of the DC universe in a book that we know won't do the heavy lifting. It's just, it's lip service right now. Uh, And so when you do say that, I get a little excited, but not as excited as say when we saw this week in the Flash 750, where you end up having Wally talk about stuff on the movies. That's where the action's at. The action isn't here. That's not what the revision mechanism, the Epoch built? No, and it's also not the sixth dimension where we had in the Justice League. We keep getting these hints. Even the way that we get there, though, it's the whole thing Epoch 
fuck I'm telling you, because the biggest problem with this book is all the scientific pseudo jar, like the pseudo scientific jargon that Epoch is laying down about time travel and about rewriting time and building the revision mechanism and what he plans on doing. Yeah, you want that spelled out, but I think it takes a little bit too He's long to do it balls. here. Sure. But the whole thing is, I'm just got little balls. It, it bothers me because he's a time traveler, and I'm trying to figure out what he means because yeah. he says he's been here for centuries working on this whole thing. Mm-hmm. But the source wall just went down a little while ago. So how no, did no, you? Eric, uh, go- don't you realize he's unmoored? Is, uh, that's <laughs> is what unmoored? I thought. I was waiting for it. I was waiting I just, for him to actually I didn't spell out time. How doesn't he's matter been to there me now. that long I unless he is. He has been th- like you know at this point for like a couple weeks. Our time, a couple of centuries, his time for how he can play around with time and all that. But I don't know because since we are playing with time, you can do whatever you want and it's never going to work out properly. Yeah. I, I even the I whole agree. thing where we are discussing this, we know that oh, new new gods are coming down on our head to come and kill well, all of our heroes. Whoops. What are whoops, you doing? I'm trying to get rid of some of these sounds. <laughs> Listen to I what I'm saying, Jim. Stuff. I am laying there down fact for you. I know, I'm listening. I'm trying to load up sounds. As you're saying, you are you're dropping so many bombs here <laughs> that I can't keep up with you. Now it's bombs there. But yeah, stop the, fiddling. Nah, I just wanted to get rid of that. Actually, I wanted to get rid of that so I didn't hit it. And then I but hit anyway, it to get rid of it. This I'm whole like Epoch. Thing that Epoch is trying to tell us and talking about the idea that the new new gods have already actually attacked and killed our heroes eight times already. But he it's keeps turning failed. time backwards as it happens so they can continue. I'm telling you, it's very odd because, you know, we are existing at, at one point in time talking about these whole things while Epoch tells us he has already experienced this whole thing where they've all died eight times where he is trying to find the one way, almost like we had at the end of the, the Doctor Strange movie. I was just going to say, we keep having a lot of this in, in the DC comics and the Marvel too, where you are, and yeah, it's like the end game deal where, you know, no, there's only one the way. Strange, the yeah, end it's game. like yeah, there's only exactly. one way we can win and this is how, and you have all that. But the, the problem I have is when we do this, it, it does end up taking away any of the tension and the stakes that well, we have I in guess, this particular but the thing story. Is, I don't understand the whole thing because in this whole deal, Jessica is really concerned with the idea that Cyborg has sent her a secret message, how we have yeah. four new new gods coming after us. But Epoch, he's experienced this whole thing eight times already. There's only three. There's they only even three. argue about yeah. this whole thing yeah, to the point argue. where, okay, we're going to go and take care of these new new gods. We're going to kill them because that's what you said we got to do. Even though Starfire is our friend, we don't want to kill her, but we need her to die so we can actually finish up the revision mechanism here but at the end you have Azrael show up there was four oh there like, was four well, i don't understand because this is the master of time who has already I done know. this whole thing so many times like how do you not know this and the whole thing on the background of we have that Eric. we have that little bit of cyborg gem who's still free on the inside i can send messages to jessica somehow yep. through her ring which she doesn't have anymore that's smashed no. into her fingers yeah. and she has omega i'm like there is so much going on here that I want to enjoy, but it's actually, even though we're beyond the known, like, you know, physical realm of the universe, yeah. it's a little too and far maybe that's for what's me. Going a little, a little wonky. You, you got a talk, far out there. You got a blue talking cat, and it's a little far out there okay for you. Uh, yeah, it's and the best so, part of the book. And, and with this, though, my big thing is it is a lot thrown at you. There is a lot of concepts going on, but then, like you said, by the end, you kind of say, "Well, they didn't really matter because he's wrong." Things like that that throw it off. I, I but just want to have we a killed story Starfire. Here. Oh, Blackfire killed Starfire here, and it looks like Epoch's not going to have the like the means yeah. to actually activate that's the revision the mechanism. That's the big deal. 
but we know that it will end up being reverted. Well, we know I've that already that's seen since happen. Superman revealed his identity that we've had Jessica Cruz, Blackfire, and I mean, Starfire yeah, at the Hall of Justice. There. Yeah, so we'll have to see. But I, I, I kind of, again, I kind of like the concept, but I, I get the idea that once they said to everybody, and they must have said, listen, we're going to reboot eventually, you can get wonky with anything you want to do. Dark Throw timelines out there, do this, do that. And everybody is doing it. And by the time you get to say this, you're like, yeah, we've seen this tune before. We've heard this and danced to it. And I, it, it never amounts to anything. And you don't think by the end of this, it doesn't feel like anything's going to stick anyway. And it's not going to be the be all end. Although I like Epoch mentioning, you know, Lex. And gonna, I'm going to activate this machine. I'm going to get rid of Perpetua. I'm going to get rid I of like Lex. I like that he knows these side. things because that ends up making it and feel somebody like it else. is bigger. Oh, who's the other person? Yeah, somebody I, else. I'm not it's telling the you laughs. I mean, really. Really? So, uh, in my mind, but it might also be himself. It's Toy Man. Know. Oh, my. It's, <laughs> Who that, knew? No, it's, it's Brian Michael Bendis. But yeah, so Bang. by the end, it was just a lot. And like you said, the, the jargon was crazy. So that it was threw annoying. me off a bit, too, and annoying. And it really yeah, just slowed the story down. It did. So by the end, I was like, okay, well, you're setting up some things. You get a cool cliffhanger. Maybe next issue will be the one where, okay, that was better. You know, you, you got your deal, and now let's have some fun. Because the thing is, we um, spend so much time in this whole wreckage of dealing uh, at the outside of the universe. You're dealing with Epoch and everything. I just like, when are we going to get back on the road and go after yeah, Sepulchre? Because it seems I'm like we've been you, hanging Sepulchre here for so long. and all that. But I also just want a little more of... You know, some of the other characters, Gamma Knife, I actually want to know more. I want to see more in action because I think that she could be pretty cool. And you just kind of everybody shoved aside for the jargon and things. And then this big fight that we've been waiting for. We've been waiting to see what happens. And I guess we'll get that. But again, I never you had time never, travel. It messes I, up everything. Yeah, too. And I never think that there's the, uh, any deal that Starfire, unless you can kill her because you're just going to reboot in a couple months and then she's back. I, I don't know. I don't know what's being played at. That, but, it's not even, but it's not even playing up that way. You know, it's not even feeling like that sort of deal. And maybe it's because we are in our own little pocket deal that this book just never feels big. So I wish it felt more fun. Again, I'm going to go back to the, you know, strange adventures. I I want a little more fun and I want some of the Dan Abnett that did the guardians of the galaxy that everybody loves. And he seems to be, you know, his hands are a little tied with the story, but this issue just was a slog to get through. That's just plain and simple for me because of the whole deal. I like some of the concepts, but even them, they don't play out as well. I uh, like you said, you have a little deck star, but he's you know comic relief. Sure even is. at the point, you brought your pet, and I like that scene, but it got a little jokey as well. I'm like, all right, but it, I liked it enough. But what 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 would you give this? I like the art a lot in this whole thing, even though I, I thought too. it was a slog to get through. By the end, I started having a good time with it and wanted to see more. And that's what the point where. I was actually pissed off because I wanted to get through this book. By the time things started picking up, I was through the book and I was mad about that. But yeah. I will end up giving it a six out of 10 because I still enjoy this book. I just want to see it be doing more with the characters and like not even just the characters it has, but the developments you've put the characters you have into at this point, which seem really cool, but we're not dealing with that much. And that's the problem is we spend a lot of time setting up this stuff. And now when we're getting to the nitty gritty, it wasn't as good as like I thought have, it was going to be. We have Jessica with the mega powers. I want to see more of that and explore yeah. that situation. But I'm just stuck in the junkyard outside the freaking known universe, not doing anything with it. Yeah, I'm with you. Uh, but I'm going to give it a 6.5. I'm a little bit higher just because I, I really do like the art as well. I like some of the parts. I just want a little more. I want something that – and I want a little more adventurous stuff. It's just my MO of this 
ish episode. I was going to say this issue. This just issue. needs some fun. Jim I has issues this episode. Fun. I need some things going on that I can smile. I want to be able to say, man, I can't wait for the next issue of this. And most of the stuff, it's not the case. I just sit there. You get done. You're done. You go. Eh. I do like some of the Marvel stuff going on right now, Eric, but you don't like to talk about that. I don't. But Want to talk about some Transformers? Your... No. <laughs> At least I'm in the comics realm. You there's, talk there's Transformers, Transformers comics. comics. It's not even a big two. Get out of town. <gasps> we used to do that in anything. You hated it. So, you know, stop You it. hated it, too. Uh, yeah, well, I hated it because we hated it. But what is your book of the week? My book of the week is Flash number 750. Oh my, that's a, a Patreon little commercial there. My uh, book of the week is Justice League. So what are we going to get next week? And remember that when we do come back to this podcast on the regular feed, two of the books that I'm going to be talking about will be on the Patreon-only spotlight. It sounds like I'm setting up like a game or something, right? It is sounds it like I'm game? one of those, like I'm a, an announcer for a game show or something. Well, you know that we're going to have this. Uh, but if you want to uh, read those, and I don't know that I have an idea of which, well, listen to us talk about them and uh, read them. If, yes, if you don't please. join up the page, you ain't allowed to read them. That's the rule. Weird. Uh, but yeah, so if you want to be right if you want to be allowed to read them, you have to join them. This is the way I'm going to push it. Uh, it's patreon.com slash weird science where you get a lot of other shows, including what I'm going to be recording in a day or so, maybe even after we're done here, a Silver Age comics podcast where i'm going to be talking about batman's a baby eric he's the a baby. baby the baby batman Helena? uh but here's what we can talk about next week batman and the outsiders number 11 seems like it's been a while since we read that it wasn't that long no, ago that long but we'll ago. see how that goes we had that big cliffhanger where you thought that possibly that it was a mind freak. The rest of the outsiders didn't the show up to save yes, Black Lightning. It was actually karma in Black Lightning's mind. And we'll see. I haven't looked at any of these, so Nobody. I don't know. We have Catwoman number 21. That will end Joel Jones's run. Right. See how old Raina Creel ends up getting out of that. That book needs something new, something fast. Yes, and it will be getting it after this issue. Hawkman number 22, Eric. Uh, I know that yeah, you have been a little down, one. but- and we'll see how it goes. And I actually like the idea that maybe we'll see some atrocities from Adam Strange. We got <laughs> Superman number 21. Man, there you go. Maybe we'll see some more Leone. <laughs> no, no, that's Superman. We don't see Leone in that. I don't know. It says to be continuing all of that at the end. It's it seems like this is going to combine. And that's you even said, and I was going to bring it up way back in the beginning, where you said that you can't really separate them as much as we used to be able to and i think that's a big problem and i think yeah. it's true i think they're all blending together and you have that same writer and it's i just wish we got another alternative which is why i like the justice league now you end up with uh batman's grave number six we're not going to be talking about that but that is coming out in case you just want to know what's coming out we have the flash seven i bet there's like a 10 page fight scene in it I bet you I bet you there's a fifteen. The Flash number seven fifty one. That was Crazy. quick. And that's coming out. Yeah. So that's pretty cool. We'll see how all of that stuff with paradox is going on. Another book that we probably won't be talking about, but you can read if you want. Green Lantern season two, number two, that recently was just announced that it was back to twelve issues for the season two <laughs> after Dan DeDio's firing. Uh you also have Wonder Woman seven fifty three. 
We always have fun talking These about that. These legacy numbers are going to mess me up. I know. I, I, I get screwed up with them already. And Young Justice number 14. Oh. So we'll see. Uh, I saw All the answers come to this issue, no, right? No, no. I saw a tweet from Brian Michael <laughs> Bendis that it's around issue 17 that we'll get some answers. Something like that where we're going to go and tell individual <laughs> stories for each of the characters. So I'm sure they'll Where's just guitarist bound, hanging aren't we? out. I, I want to bet you right now that at one point, Naomi says something about this has only been a day since she had her powers or I'm new to this. That's, that's her whole deal that she likes to say, but yeah, two of those will be a, a Patreon only. I would, ha- I don't really, this is a weird one. Not weird. ones that I could really guess what will be on the spotlight. I do think maybe young justice 14 will be though, but we'll see. We will see how that plays out, but we have to go right now, Eric. It's time to say goodbye. It and is. I, I look forward to talking to you on the podcast because I don't get to talk to you in normal life anymore. Uh, so this fake life that we call the podcast is my only opportunity to do so. So it's ending now and I won't be able to say anything else till next week, Eric, because I refuse to talk to you any other Weird. time. Yeah, that's just how I roll. But what do we say at the end? And Eric got disconnected, so I'm going to say it at the end. Hey, everybody, uh, keep it weird, keep it seven, and see you on the, the eights. Oh,